106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Your boy, Just James. And Hollywood Apple Snatch. Yes, sir. Episode 52, boys. How the hell you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Kimmy stinks. That's right. <laughs> How you doing? You guys looking looking nice and fresh out there. You, you know got Sammy like Stanks over there in the Bronx. <laughs> He's looking good over there, Tony. Looking real good in the Bronx over there. You guys are looking like you're on the prowl out there trying to find some... <laughs> trying to oh, find it's some beautiful chicken. out here. Well, I'm prowling, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we out here in Cuba. We out here in Cuba. Cuba. Hello, Cuba. so uh memorial day weekend yes you know um big shout out to all the fallen soldiers that served our country man you know to them and their families they gave the ultimate sacrifice so first and foremost kudos to them absolutely absolutely so um just james i know uh your plans got a little messed up this weekend as well so tell the folks what happened if you don't mind yeah so i was supposed to go um so I celebrated my girl's birthday last weekend because her birthday was on Wednesday. So we went to a Broadway musical, went to see Moulin Rouge, dude. I swear to God, one of the best things I've ever seen. It was awesome. Nice. Uh, we were supposed to do like a sec- second celebration this weekend because um, her roommate was throwing something for her. Her sister was there and um, it was supposed to be like some advent- adventure hike thing. And uh, my roommate got COVID. <laughs> so oh, so um, I didn't want to risk... You know, I, I feel fine. I have a, a bit of a sore throat, actually, that's kind of lingering. I don't know why, but it could be just allergies. Other than that, I feel 100%. So I don't think I have it, but I just didn't want to risk it uh, going around people. And also, we're coming to Michigan um, next weekend. And so being that I'm going to be around my family, and I didn't want to risk, you know, prolonging the the uh, period of, of COVID just in case if I get it. You know, I'll have my own five days. I can get over it without infecting anybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, absolutely. But I'm kind of stuck in the house. And I got a skateboard, too. So I've been going outside skating a little bit uh, in the nice weather. Yeah. But as far as, like, going around people and stuff, we're all kind of just staying secluded. But um, my roommate's over the worst of it. Uh, her boyfriend's here. He's got it. He, uh, he's he got a little bit of a fever this morning. Damn. Um, but, yeah, I, it's it sucks. But, you know, you can never plan for this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. No, that's, I wish wish her well. Hopefully get, yeah. you get healthy. Hopefully you stay healthy and you don't have it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It sucks. Actually, my mom's just getting over it. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Wow. How Did she have it really bad or... Uh, not too bad, um, but she had lingering symptoms, but she tested mm. po- uh, negative yesterday, so that was good. Nice. Oh, good. Real yeah. good. It's her first time or probably yeah. had... Well, she thinks it's it's her second time. Yeah, they say it lightens up and, you know... And she's vaccinated, though, so... <laughs> yes, you, know, you know, with that, you know, with that being said, <laughs> uh, now they're coming out with, they're starting to find there's a lot of, lot of things that are coming out now to face from the vaccination. Oh yeah, these yeah. people having chronic things coming up due to that, um, and I could say this from experience as far as, um, like my father, he had just went in, you got checked for some certain things, and he had, um, where like his his face kind of swelled up a little bit on the side, you know, it's your uh, gland, mm-hmm. and uh, you know particles of food can get in or whatever, and, and just what it does indicate it swells up. 
So talking to his doctor and everything, you know, like anybody can get it. But the, the thing is, a lot of these things like coming here and they check the glands and squeeze them and everything like that is stuff from having COVID-19. And it's just, they said, we're still searching it and still looking into things. Things just keep popping up every week that, you know, they're having, um, I know um lady in the ER, she says, we're getting young people from age 25 to say like 40 hmm. with cirrhosis of the liver wow. oh, from, man. you know what I mean? Like, she's like, it, it's sad that like, you know what I mean? From COVID. So it's these different things that it shows, and, and you know, some didn't even drink. Yeah, that's that's wild, dude. I had a, I, I might have said this on the air already, but um, this guy at work was telling me about uh, a mother of one of the kids that goes to his his kid's school, and she's a she's a hairstylist, so she colors people's hair, styles mm -hmm. hair. She's been doing it her whole life, coloring her own hair uh, ever since she took the vaccine. Her um her hair the hair color that she used started burning her scalp and making her hair fall out it was from the vaccine it was the only thing that changed in her life so she can't use the hair color anymore so i don't know what kind of effect it had on her but um you know there's like a couple things like that going on too where the vaccine is changing people's bodies and shit yes yes what do they call that like where you know, like some like men have to use dandruff, you know, because they get they get flaky, you know. Yeah. But when it gets red up on there, you know what I mean, almost where it becomes like an itch. Um, what is it? Dander uh, or, or no? I think uh, it's like eczema. Eczema. Yeah, but and when the skin particles fall from your face, from your head, and they come down in your face, it breaks your face out everywhere. Oh is wow! No, I don't know what that is. That's crazy. No, it's a weird name. Hmm. Um. And that was also another thing that happened to my pops. I said, what's wrong with your face? Nothing. I said, it's red. It's blotchy everywhere. Itching. And it was from here, falling down and coming out of his face and just causing it. So he had to go in there and get a, I believe it was shot. And then some prescription. He had a name. I'm going to have to get that name, hmm. get back on it. But yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, his face was just broken. He thought it was from the mask. I said, no, not all over. Uh-uh. So you Not guys on the hear forehead this, and stuff. You hear about the new one? Was it a uh, monkeypox or something like that? Oh, yeah, God, yeah, yeah. yeah monkeypox, man. <laughs> Speak on that, Judge James. I know. Do you know anything about it? I know it, it comes from male to male sex. They say open cuts and things like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> you should have saw the look on his face. <laughs> Yo, listen. Uh, so I don't know much about it. I was trying to read Comes the article from, on it. Uh, Glad you don't, don't you? <laughs> Definitely male to male sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, it comes from it's fun. Like, man, that's it's always it something, from. dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I actually watched... Uh, actually <laughs> dude when it first came up on the news though man i was like what the fuck is this now i'm like come on you know what i mean but then i saw the um i don't know man is it is it, am i the only one that's like this though I, first thing i always think of is like can we survive the shit or is it killing us that's right, the first right. thing i think like how long we how long can we, do we have it you know what i mean <laughs> i don't need to make light of it but man that look was the die for <laughs> Someone put, no, a, no. put some shit on uh, online and they, they called it money pox, like another another money grab. But I mean, yeah, yeah, who, no, who the I fuck actually, knows um, anymore, man. It's, it's, it's horrible. I mean, how did 
This girl brings this up to me. She says, you know what? How do you know we're not living in hell? Until we get to the other side and go, you know what? If we knew this shit, we'd been gone a long time ago. You remember when your parents used to tell you, you know, you could be, you could be in hell here. You don't know until you get to yeah. the paradise. You remember that as you were a kid, mm. and you think, look at all this stuff that we're going through. Look at this. Every day it's something major. You never know. You never know until you're on the other side, bro. Yeah, you don't. And uh, I guess I, I'll bring that up since it kind of correlates to what I'm, I was going to talk about anyway. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> I got to give a special shout out to my son. So obviously, he uh, had a little operation this week. And this is the fourth year in a row. He had something gone, gone ridiculously wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a collarbone, a meniscus. We all went through COVID. Me and his mom split up. And then now this. Yeah. And it just, it kind of, it weighs on somebody, especially like, you know, an 11 to 15 year old in that time frame is such a pivotal uh, place in his life. So I just got to give kudos to him and, you know, I don't give him a shout out enough, you know what I mean? For his strength and perseverance through things. Cause yes. he kind of had a meltdown in the hospital, you know, and he was pissed. He was angry. Yeah. As was I. So um, I was telling Hollywood off air yesterday. It's a, it's a tough situation. You start thinking all kinds of stuff. Like you start questioning your faith, you know, you, you say, why, why me or why him? It wasn't about me. It was about him. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, what has this kid done to deserve all this shit? You know, why is he having such a tough road? But that, that doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Right. And that may make him to the man that he becomes later on down in life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, adversities and things that he went to. I heard this therapist this morning and she was talking on uh, Alexis and she said, you know, listen to our children. Don't be afraid to talk to them. Hey, how you doing? How you feeling? Um, what's going on? How do you feel about this? You know, don't give them all the details of mm-hmm. some of these things. What's your reaction about what went on? You tell me. You know, kind of try to, like, interact and see because their worlds are much smaller than ours. You know what I mean? As we grow and we know we're at that age, like I, like I told off Philly, we're, we know what it was like to be 13, 14, how hard it was. What peers am I going to be with? Who's going to be cool? Who's not? You know what I mean? This and that. They're they trying to figure things out. Girls. There's just so much going on, you know. You have parents that, that they go opposite ways, and you know, and whatnot, and, and it just gets like their world comes crushing down. Like, why did you even bring me here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you got to remember, it's not your fault, and understand how important you are. So, communicating is the big key during situations like this. Yeah, and, and I also told him too. I said, you know, talking to him, too, I'm like, son, it's going to be a process. You got to take a day at a time. And I say, you got to always remember, it could always be worse as well. Yes. I'm like, there, unfortunately, there's so many sick kids that, that don't get to leave these hospital beds and rooms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So look at the bright side. Like, you're walking out of here today. I mean, maybe with the help of a wheelchair, but you're getting out of here. Right, right. You yeah. know what I mean? It just it just sucks to see your child in pain, you know, and, and thinking that way. And, you know, he even cussed, and it's like, I couldn't even be mad at him because I'd be pissed too. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So, you know, being able to just level with them and, and go through that understanding just try to be there you know what i mean that's where the mental aspect comes mm-hmm. in you have to be understanding in those situations so um, yeah he's definitely a strong kid though you can tell it's hard for kids too because it's hard for adults even to like take ourselves out of that 
idea that we're like the only person on earth sometimes you know sometimes like we forget we feel like when when shit happens to us it's the world crashing down on us yes mm -hmm. you know like we're the only one and so it's even harder for kids i think so because because they really they take it rough mm -hmm. um but like even adults like you know we talk about like these 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 crazy uh unfortunate incidents that keep happening in the world sometimes i think and i'm like it makes me very very sad then it also makes me uh, really appreciate the fact that I woke up this morning. You know, as cliche as it sounds, man, we fucking forget, dude. Like, we can be taken out at any moment. And, yeah. like, it's just really not promised. We say tomorrow's not promised a lot, but to really believe that, like, like, you know, I think about all the people that would be impacted if I was no longer here, just with my friends, my girl. I think of the same thing if she was gone, how would, or if you guys were gone, how would I be impacted? And we've, we've had that happen in our lives. We've lost people and we know how it is, you know? So it's like, but it, but it, but it could happen. It could happen just like that, even though we think it won't. And we need to be more humble and realize that we're very lucky. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, that's kind of what I taught. I told myself last night, like everything that's, that's going on, you got to look at your blessings, you know, and Hollywood made me realize that last night talking on the phone too, which was, which is good. You need people like that, that bring positive energy. You know what I mean? We had a good quality conversation earlier in the day. You know, it's, it's not, um, you focus on the negative. That's, that's your mindset becomes that, yeah. you know? So yeah. I think, uh, projecting that energy on others, and just, just practicing it yourself, even in your weakest moments, you know, so I'm sure we've all had times where we've questioned, you know, everything, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, it's like a self-check time, you know, it's, it's, it's gut wrenching, but it's like, all right, put up or shut up. You know what I mean? And yeah, you gotta yeah. just wake up and do it and grind through it. And they always say, God only gives you what you can handle. So mm -hmm. nothing to it, but to do it, man. Exactly. Yeah. I, I agree. Very good points on both ends, you know, and, Sometimes you have to reflect, you know, people forget about reflecting, taking a seat back and, and, and giving a little time and saying, what are the good things I've had in life over the bad things? You know, start when you start adding them up, you really realize that you've had more good than you've had bad. And yeah. that gives you like, like you had said, you know, appreciation every day waking up like, listen, I hear the birds and everything. It's just amazing. We're here. Yeah. And we have more good times than bad, but then bad hurts so deep. And over time, they heal. We don't forget. Absolutely not. But we heal, and we heal together. You know what I mean? And, you know, there's going to be many more. Many more hurt. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, it's just how we handle it. But there's going to be much, much more happiness than will ever allow hurt to happen. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. just the, that's the the circle of life, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree with that too. It's like it's it's never the last time when something bad happens, but it's mm -hmm. it's just there's there's that balance there. But it's always up to us too to look at it. I was I was on YouTube the other day scrolling. I, I watched this guy, man. He's been opening up to. He's been watching. He's a reactor. But he's been watching a lot of historical, um, like American historical videos like kind of learning about u.s history and stuff mm -hmm. and um you know it's a guy that's like he he was very left-leaning now he's he's becoming more center leaning or, or in the center 
just because of the things that he's been learning, the different ways that people talk about history can kind of shape how you feel about this country. Hmm. And it's also just the same way we look at like, or I look at my parents or my ancestors, you know, depending on who's telling the story about these folks is how I'm going to look at them or how I'm going to perceive them. But it's still, you know, you can, you can look at your, your parents or look at like your past or look at even the decisions you've made and look at the bad and be like, you know, and condemn yourself, of course, but you also have to look at the future and be like, what can I do now? You know, and look at the positives. And somebody ended up commenting on, um, I commented on his page and I was like, yo, I really respect your open-mindedness and I'm trying to get rid of my own bias uh, as well. And one of these guys commented and was like, what are you biased about? And I was like, I'm biased on a lot of things. But he tried to he tried to get me to like I think he was trying to box me into saying that conservatives have a way more open minded opinion or at least they they celebrate how this country started and the and the uh, liberals condemn it. And I was just kind of like, dude, or he asked me a question like, what if learning more about history would make you think poorly about the country? And I was like, honestly, I don't think I could think poorly anyway, because that's just not how I look at life. You know, yeah. the more I learn, the more even if I learn bad stuff. I still have to wake up in the morning, get out of bed, take on as much responsibility as I can and, and take on my own accountability and, and make good decisions. I, I, can't, I can't put that in the hands of anybody else or anybody's past or my own past. It's, it's got to be up to me today. Well, so I don't know, point. man. It's just weird. Like people just, you know, they want to have this bad outlook on things. I can't do that. Well, that's why, like, even in our conversation yesterday, I was talking about, you know, putting certain things in the past in those time capsules and leaving them there and just using those as as experience, uh, as as learning tools, you know, yeah. as opposed to keep trying to revive it and, and awaken that. No, like, no, that's there for a reason. Nothing grows back there. You have to continue moving forward yeah. and just get better from it, you know, and just like our history. This country, you know, there's been a lot of bad shit that's gone on here, right? But... You're not going to make progress continuously looking backwards. Yeah, right. exactly. And you know what? Always something like, wouldn't you agree with this? For some reason, there always happens to be something good come in mm -hmm. to help that process out. Yeah. And the myth, something good comes up and you're like, wow, you know, I, I didn't think I would be at this point and where I'm at, you know, and me and Philly, we talked about this. There's things I can hear in your voice that are different. That we're on the outside. Just like you, Jess James. See you, same thing. A different person. And me and, you know, Phil, we talk about it all the time. How intellectual and smart you are. It's, you may be different. We may be with sports and you may not be in it. But your stuff is just as powerful. And there's a lot of things that I like about what, you, what you're talking about find very intriguing and that's just who you are you know what i'm saying and uh that's what makes it special to work i'd like to say side by side but for you from the bronx <laughs> but i love you brother but i i enjoy it because we're different but it's still powerful you, you, you get what i'm saying yeah no absolutely i appreciate it it's funny because i'm, I'm still thinking even with even while you're saying that the first thing that came to my mind when you said sports was uh you know davis Davis and, and Roly, 
You know oh, what I mean? God. That, fu- that <laughs> I just it's, it's like there's certain sports things I'm ready to hear somebody talk about. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. Like especially with boxing. Yeah. Philly with you and UFC. I mean, I can't get down with the football stuff, but yeah. just with UFC, even like I wait for those moments where we can watch, where we can watch things and talk about them. Well, even you said. Um, you say you enjoy hearing us speak passionately about sports and it's it's the same way when you go in about a topic that we may not know as much about but we're interested in so it's the same type type of deal Mm -hmm. you know and it's a mutual respect type thing yeah 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 i think that's what makes us so great though man i try to tell everybody that i encounter too it's like my real close circle of friends it's not like we have everything in common maybe not even most things we don't have in common but for some reason we just have that common respect and like interest in each other i think i mean that common like, purpose <laughs> yeah and it's and it's, there's a love there there's a yeah, real yeah, love there yeah, like yeah. a genuine love it's almost like a family thing you know and and that's that's the best way i can describe it dude it's like you don't you don't always share the same things with your family even like i think about like my parents sometimes it's like how much do i really have in common not a lot i don't have a lot in common with my parents but but i have that love for them and that that interest that we you know we're just interested in each other as people yeah know? that's and normal that's because, all normal that's all yeah. normal you know what i mean right yeah, because you're growing up in a different generation than your parents. Right, right. You know what I mean? You're not going to see things the same way. Of course, you're gonna you're gonna get along and see certain things the same. Exactly. Way. You're exactly. gonna live your own life. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They want this kind of picture on your wall, and you're like, no, I don't like that. Right. right. That's what <laughs> yeah, you yeah, like, but yeah. I don't want. That. But it's okay. I get it. I understand. Oh, you know, that's, that's so funny because my my grandmother and my mom do that shit to me all the time, and it drives me absolutely batshit crazy. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Well, because I got all the money in the world and the time and stuff. Time, stuff time, right time, now. time, time. <laughs> yeah, but you see how you see how it's in another life too. So we all understand that purpose. You know, we're not going to always have everything in common, even with our parents, even with our brothers, even with our sisters. Um, uh, you know, like close friends, people you work at. Yeah. But that's what makes us different and unique. And you have that part. You have a lot of people that just adore you on this podcast. And that's kudos to you, man. It's like, hey, listen, that's my brother over there. It don't have to be me. It's him. So it is me. It's part of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just the way it is. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Always keeping it 100. Yeah, 100%. So uh, RIP to Henry Hill, man. Ray Liotta. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Yes. I, uh, any any word on what happened? I heard he died in his sleep, but I don't know what it was from. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I know he's down in the uh, Dominican. He's filming a project, and um, that's all I've uh, that's all I read. So, what a great actor. You think actor he was going too hard with like a Dominican chick or something like that, and she put yeah. him out or what? Well, I know he's got a fiance, so I don't know. I don't know what they had going on. They had a, a situation ship, whatever, but uh, you, you never, never know, know, man. What, what, what are you doing? You drinking? You, you know what I'm saying? You just don't know. It'll come out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm sure autopsy report has to come out and things like that. So that's a bummer, though, man. Oh, like that Haskins did. You know what I mean? When you found out the guy was drunk. Yeah. Didn't know that. That just came out. Mm. You know, you're on the Wait, freeway. Who was that? Yeah, that quarterback Haskins, they got killed by... Um, was a dumpster got hit actually twice by two different people. Yeah, I got hit on the freeway. Oh my god. Yep. And they found out that he was he was drinking, drunk. 
24 years old. Mm-hmm. Damn. So that was the that was the dude in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, it took it took five weeks for the toxicology reports to come out. You know, everything oh else was just God. brought up allegation. Once that came out, of yeah, he was under the influence. That pickles your mind in some ways that could, you know what I mean. So very sad though, all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not that, you know, this is obviously um, the most newsworthy thing, and it's obviously the uh, the Robb Elementary School tragedy, and um, I refuse to give the gunman any airtime on this show, so Absolutely. I don't even want to talk about him. Um, but deepest condolences to the 21 families who lost loved ones, and uh, it's just horrific, man. And it's just, it's it's unfortunate that we can't feel safe sending our kids to school, and like even children, that's the last thing. You know what I mean? The absolute last thing that they should have to worry about. And just seeing those, um, I don't know, those sweet faces, man, 9, 10, 11, it just, I don't know, broke my heart. And you think about, as a father, <clears throat> you know, possibly not having your child come home. You know what I'm saying? It just, I don't know, it, it just really bugs me. And something just has to be done. Something's got to change. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about, you know, weapons rights or anything like that. I, I feel like people have the right to do that. But, um, we got to protect our kids in school, man. Bottom line. That's that's 100%, dude. I uh <coughs> I, I feel the same way, man. It's it's like I, I feel like, you know, in these times, especially when it comes to small kids and young kids, you know, everyone is very high high energy and, and very emotional. Emotions are high, which which rightfully so because they're children. You know, it's there's no way there's no way you can spin this in a logical sense that would make this there's there's no positive in this at all and it's crazy because even in new york man like uh i don't know if i brought this up i can't remember because we talk so much but um you know a guy was on the on the platform in the subway the other day you know just walking around pacing pulled out a gun and shot somebody uh just just uh, just for no reason you know Mm -hmm. and i keep i keep hearing about these incidents and it's like Forget the rights, man. The guns' rights and all that. It's just like where, where, where are the protectors? Like where are the cops? Why, why don't, why don't we have? You know, we had like three shootings in the in the subway. We got people pushed on the subway. I'm just talking about New York alone. You know, where, where are these cops? Like why are they not patrolling? There should be a cop on every subway, and every train. You know, instead of writing tickets. I mean, if you if you ask me, dude, I'd rather see less parking tickets. And more people in the in the subways, you know, like with with their their guns out protecting people. I just saw another video where a woman grabbed another woman by the hair on the subway. Guy pulled out his phone and was filming it, and the lady was like asking for help, begging for help, crying on the subway, dude. Just like, please help me, someone help me. The other gr- lady had her by the hair, and the guy was filming. A guy yeah, was filming. filming. Yeah, it's I'm, like, dude, like, like what what is what is going on? We'll put like, it on you know, YouTube. And, yeah. yeah, let me. Yeah, you don't. And and you know, it's like you said, Philly. Like we don't even feel safe. Like for me, I don't feel safe on the train at all. I don't. I I used to ride the train all the time. That's I've lived sad. Over eight that years. is sad. I, I never, I never felt this way on the train. And we, we I've seen some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I can't, I can't protect myself out here. We can't have guns. And I, and I guess I get it. But like you know, you know what? I honestly started thinking the other day, man. I'm like, dude, I, I looked up bulletproof vests on online, and I found one for like five hundred dollars. It protects against bullets, uh, forty five calibers. I That's think, smart, uh, bro. That's very smart. And knives, dude. I'm gonna buy one. It's five hundred dollars. No, not at all. One, dude. Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. 
It's a shame it's, it's come to that, crazy. but you wonder why people, you know, want to protect themselves and their families. It's because it's it's so unpredictable, and and the way things are now, it's just it's so different. I mean, words can't even describe it, and it's just it's not how it was when we were kids. And there's things that have gone on, even back then. It was just less publicized. But the thing that gets me too, and you see a lot of this online, is the the constant cycle where something happens, they talk about it, people will will make it political and then it goes quiet and then it happens again and it's the same stupid cycle and nothing is getting done like there was a gentleman who just volunteered to watch the school down in texas and stood there all day you know there's people that would do it i mean we Absolutely. just gotta utilize those resources man shit i would volunteer if oh, I hell yeah. volunteer time off work i'll go stand outside of school i want to snipe you i want to snipe yeah. you yeah 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 yeah, just to, just to be. So, you well, paying me there was eight another thing hours. In Cali. Give me. I don't even care. You don't even have to pay me. Let me just sit up on the rooftop and watch for eight hours to make sure that these kids go home. You know what I mean? And then to find out that the police they hesitated, and it was like an hour difference that they got explained. But I don't put it all on them. Who I put it on is the individuals that do it. That's whose fault it is. It should never happen. Well, it's these administrations, too, because I got a buddy mm -hmm. that's a teacher. And after the whole Oxford, you know, tragedy, there's all these protocols set in place that if someone, like, interrogates a kid or, you know, checks his bag unauthorized, they can get sued and in trouble. I mean, listen, safety first, right? We always talk about that, but it needs to be done. You know what I mean? If it's yeah. in... If there's no malice behind it or, you know, it's not a racist thing and someone's getting, you know, pointed out. It's But it, if you're in a school, safety has to be the priority. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, hey, you want to check my kid's backpack? Fine. There should be one door. You come in with a camera. Okay. They know who's coming up. So if it's Aunt Sally picking you up, we know it's Aunt Sally. But the minute she walks in that door, now our whole body's scanned. We know if you got something on you or not before we allow you to go in the second tier of doors. Is it because of the money? Come on. It ain't that much. Look how many lives they're, they're going. Burials that got to happen. You see what I'm saying? That's how you end that stuff. You see who's coming up into your parking lots. Like some schools, the big doors that shut. Once they shut behind you, you can't get in. Okay? And that protects the children, but you get laid back thinking, oh, nothing's going to happen. You know, these are kids. You imagine them kids sitting, they're just so happy. The one girl just got honored all this next. She's going to be a softball player. Parents were there and everything. To, to have the end of the day end like this, her life, you know what I mean, with the, with the rest of them? Yeah, I was crying under my, I got to bury my daughter. Like, there's far more things that are important with these kids protect them than, than some of the bullshit that we, we deal with on a daily basis. And I'll go out saying just, just like this. We got some people that are locked up that we're paying money on that. They don't even deserve to be there. You know what I'm saying? Call yeah. it cruel. Call it what you want. If you have, if you have been convicted, been proven fact, why am I going to set you up? Three meals a day. Pay for you to be there on the dollar when I could take that money and go elsewhere with it hmm. yeah that's a good yeah. point too man I you know back to like the whole the whole searching bags man I remember on the ferry like this was like pre-covid 
Um, I used to carry a bag to work every day because I would change my shirt. You know, I, I didn't want to wear like a collared long sleeve shirt, especially in the summer. And uh, they used to check my bag all the time. And it kind of got annoying after a while. So I stopped bringing my bag. But I also was so happy that they were at least checking them because I felt safe. Even yeah, though it was yeah. me getting pulled out of line, I was like, it doesn't matter because I know they're checking bags. And and now they don't even do that anymore. So it's like, it's like I feel like if it's that annoying, you're going to find a way like I did. All right, do I really need to bring an extra shirt? I'll, I'll bring a shirt to work, leave it at work. You know, now I'll leave my, my, my dress shirts at work or whatever. I'll find ways around the annoyance, but I would rather have them checking bags because yeah. it makes me feel safe. You never know what someone's... Because now, you know, you read about these stories, these guys carrying duffel bags and they're bringing out smoke bombs and weapons. It's like, well, now I see a guy with a duffel bag and I'm profiling them. I'm stereotyping them because I'm fucking on edge. <laughs> yeah. you know? and I don't mean to be Normal. that guy, but I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah. You know, and you or you see somebody pacing and, and talking to themselves. Dude, I'm fucking nervous. Like, yeah. I don't... You know, I, I it's well. The other night I spent like nine hours in the emergency room, and, and you see all kinds of people. But like, oh yeah, when my son was in the hospital, you know, it was it was a long week. I'm rolling on you know four hours of sleep, dude. You know, and um, I just I was trying to get in. So there's a gentle older gentleman holding the door open, which you're supposed to go through either security or the other entrance. And I didn't have nothing on me. Just I had my wristband to get up to pediatrics. I was like, sir, I'm gonna slide through here. It's like he was unsure, you know. Yeah. And which and I had people on me like flies on shit, and I was just annoyed. I was I'm just trying to see my my effing son, you know. But after I calmed down, I'm like, they were doing the right thing, They're protecting the right. building. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I was just annoyed because it's like, I just I'm going to see my kid, man. You know, I. But I get I get it. Yeah. You just yeah. have to put it in perspective. You know, you have no bad intent. Yeah, yeah, just take a step back and, like, they're just doing their job, mm -hmm. thankfully. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. Um, yeah, it's really bad. So, if you don't mind, gentlemen, we're going to take 21 seconds to give them a moment of silence. Thank you for that. So, um, all right, to transition, I'm going to kind of lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> if you don't say. They don't say nothing. Need to. Um, sex. How many times should you have sex per week? Well, it, it's, it varies, obviously, um, if you're in a relationship or not. You had to ask me this question, Dobby. <laughs> I think you know, we vaguely discussed this before in passing. but I uh, always believed, me, as the type of person that I am, uh, at least five days a week. <laughs> Maybe I'm asking too much. I mean, you can turn me down. I mean, a little bit, but I just love it. Oh, oh, oh. Like I said, seven uh, days a week, dog. I mean, I, mean, I, I would, I mean, but you know, the body can only handle so much and you start getting a little bit older, damn you. Um, you know, it's a, I just love it. I mean, I love it. Uh, you know, the woman feeling it. I mean, fuck <laughs> <laughs> Give me twice. Oh, shit. Okay. If you want to pot all in one day, we can, you know, stretch it out. Sustainable long term, though. Uh, I mean, because, you know, like when you first see somebody, you know, you're like, you're like rabbits. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're on it. Stumper and thumpette. Mm -hmm. But, you know, after a while, 
you know, you kind of, I don't know, do you take a little break? Do you, you, you lessen it up? I mean, yeah, you could do that because you want to, you want to really appreciate that. You want to miss it. You know what I mean? It's called about the, all about the buildup. Yeah, yeah. You want it to be Thank special, you. but you yeah. never want to ever stop having that strive for mm -hmm. that's, that's where a lot of, some people, they forget when, when I'm with you and I want it, I don't lose that. And if I do lose that, I'm coming you and it's not going to happen no more because I just lost interest in you. I just don't, nah, I don't want to deal with you no more. You know what I mean? So that's a problem. So the ones that I am with, I don't lose that interest. Just the first time I met you to maybe four years or whatever down the road, it's the same. You know what I mean? So I'm calling the super freak. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Judge James? Um, man, I got mixed feelings about it, especially now that I'm getting older. So, like, to me, it's more important that I care about everything else. Like, the sex is always going to be fine or good or whatever. Or it's not. But if it's not, then what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't think it's as important as it used to be, to me at least. I feel like a lot of my favorite... When I was younger, it was like all the all the great sex that I had wasn't really, it didn't amount to anything. It was just a flash in the pan. You know, it was something new for me. It was me just trying to explore more. And I was diving into that fucking deep hole. You know what I'm saying? You were diving into rabbit, the gullet. You get in that rabbit hole, like trying to do all this wild shit and just like outdo everything. And it becomes like a sport or like, I want to be the best at this. And it's like, it's like, dude, calm the fuck down and find somebody you actually want to live the rest of your life with, you know? And to me, that's more important. I think the sex is going to, I think you're going to go in and out of pockets where it's really great, where it's just whatever, um, where you want to take breaks and then you'll come back full circle. As long as you find somebody you want to be with for the rest of your life for all the other reasons, that sex shit is going to come and go and be great and be average and then be great again and sometimes be not so good and whatever. You know, um, that's how I look at it. I'm, well, just, I'm more focused on the other shit. I appreciate that intellect, but uh, loosen up your booty and uh, give me a number. <laughs> I would no. I'm, I mean, he healthy wise, I would say I would say three times a week. Okay, yeah, that's that's, awesome. that's fair. That's more where I'm at too. And I got a question. I got a question for both of you. So, like hey, you just referred to, would you? You're gonna have this great, nice relationship. But the sex ain't shit, and the sex is what gets you upset, gets you mad. So now what that becomes, now here comes arguments, because now you feel that you're unappreciated. Hmm. You don't deserve the golden nugget. And then you start asking yourself why. What, I'm not good enough? I mean, what, what is it? That's where I believe like this. Everything else will fall in place. And, and so, well, you know, it ain't all about the sex. I understand that, but it's about 80% of it. Because if we're not having none of that good, nothing else is going to be good. You know what I'm saying? Nothing else is going to be good because we're going to argue. You know? You know, you know, you know that's so, so the funny thing is, like, I'm actually with, oh man, I see, I don't want to like put her shit on blast. The thing is, let's just say, let's just say the person has, one person has more uh, higher sex drive than the other, right? Mm hmm. My thing is communication is always the biggest key, mm -hmm. the biggest key, because like Hollywood said, he's not wrong. If I feel like if one person is feeling 
either unappreciated or maybe they're not feeling attractive because something's changing or mm -hmm. something's off. Yeah. The communication is always going to bring you back because one thing I'm learning about myself is like, it's not that I don't always want it or whatever, or I'm not attracted right. to my girl, but sometimes it's like, sometimes I just want to chill and talk or like, which sounds really super gay, but no, but, no, 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 not at all. But it's, that. It, but it's foreplay. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, and that, and that too. And like, but also it's, it's like Hollywood said earlier, I'm a lot older now and I'm starting to realize mm -hmm. holding off for a while creates a crazy buildup yes and yes it, and, it, and it's really needed when you're the kind of guy who overdoes it so like i was that guy and i sometimes still am that guy like i'm still trying to fight urges to to fucking beat my shit you know what i mean like <laughs> and then i'm at now imagine you imagine you imagine you have that like like i'm i know it's funny but like imagine you beat your shit seven times a week no joke right <laughs> now your girl now your girl wants it five times a week you're spitting well, names out damn you you're, you're damn fucking you know what i mean it's like i'm i'm ruining my own libido almost like so what i'm trying to do is gain self-control i'm trying to back off from that shit maybe maybe you know prolong the the time in between where we don't do it and then and then when we do do it make it a fucking you know make it special you Ain't know what i mean crazy, Instead of just, that's a good point though like you almost you almost have to have a beat schedule dude <laughs> <laughs> well this week it's gonna be four beats this week <laughs> you never want to lose interest in each other that's right. the key you don't understand the people that i work with and talk to about these things, you know, so I can bring to the podcast and everything. You wouldn't believe some of their lives. It's kind of ridiculous. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, a lot of booze, you right? No, like, <laughs> man, I ain't my for four or five months. Oh, nah. What was, nah, that can't happen. I don't understand it. Like, yeah. that can't happen. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like that. I guess, do, no. would you, would you, I know your answer. But would you rather have somebody that could go without or someone that's like all the time, all the time? Because don't you think it could wear on you after a while? You could always back it up. You got to have someone that's on a sexual page like you are. And now, when I tell you five days a week, I'd love it. Three is fine, like you said. Maybe even two, okay? Mm -hmm. The buildup. But also have a great understanding as well, okay? I, I can deal with that. Yeah. I got a pretty girl. She's she's smart, and, and and that just makes me want to come. Just just knowing how good I got it, you know what I mean. Watching my babe walk through the gate and going, look at that ass swing. Mm. So now now I get the two or three with her, and then I got the four with the beats. <laughs> I'm living large, but I don't like when people lose that connection with each other because that's so deep and personal it is and you guys gotta you share that with one another if you really really care about one another and love each other that just comes natural but can i put this out there can i put this out there because this has been weighing on me a little Go bit on. too um so i find my girl like so attractive bro mm -hmm. like the, but there's the, there's been like this inner struggle with me where I'm trying to look. I'm I'm the one that's always preaching accountability, right? I'm always preaching accountability. We're in weird times right now, um, and you know, there's always that possibility where something could happen. You get you get a girl pregnant, right? Now, I wanna I I I am at the point obviously where I wanna I wanna marry this girl. I really do. As far as where we're at now, I I, I think she's amazing. I 
where we're growing and, and whatever. But it's like neither one of us are ready. And so although we take precautions, there's this weird thing that always creeps in my mind about how I'm always preaching accountability. I'm always trying to hold myself accountable. And the fact that that's always a possibility and we're not ready kind of throws me off a little bit because it's like, is it that important right now to risk fucking things up for both of us? No. And, and it's and it. And it really fucks with me mentally. And I think even like sexually, it fucks with me a little bit because it's like as much as I'm I find her attractive. Am I giving into the sexual urge by itself or what? Like what is going on? So it's like it's like I'm fighting myself, you know, and on top of that, I'm trying to fight my own just struggles. Like I said, to like beat my shit when I'm not around or just, you know, indulge in whatever the hell fantasy is creeping in. Well, you know, anything, anytime you intertwine, anything could happen, you know, and that's the gamble, I guess, you know, many of us are willing to take and it's, Mm -hmm. uh, it is, that's what it is. It is a gamble. That's how, that's what we're here made to do basically. So, um, it is a struggle. I understand. And I can see how mentally it could be a challenge too. We have to be aware of that all times, all times, be aware of that. And sometimes the feeling's so good, you know, you just lose your mind. Yeah. And it's, uh. It's scary because it's, again, that little slip up or lapse in judgment can have tremendous effects. You know what I mean? There's well, a well, not trick. only that, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to give advice to people too. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of younger people around me that, that have questions that, you know, that whether they're, they're trying to be, they're trying to get into the, the whole uh, sexual domain and, and start exploring and stuff. And they're, and they're still on the younger side and they have their careers ahead of them. And I'm trying to sit there and be like, yo, this shit is not that important right now. Like, I know you're trying to just explore and be, and be, and have fun with it, but you're playing with fire. You know, you got your whole life ahead of you and you're sitting here fucking around. It's like, dude, (laughs) chill out, like focus on your career, focus on your schooling. Like, don't, don't fuck this up over something that's just pleasurable. Like, don't do that. Yeah. And so it's like, how am I preaching that? And at the same time, now, granted, I'm with a girl who I want to be with, but just even knowing that we're both not ready right now, playing with fire really fucks with me, dude. Yeah. Misconception. It's a misconception. And you got to look at your age, too. You learn at different levels. Like, my level of thinking now is not when I was 40. It was not when I was 30. Yeah, I feel like the same person, but not is is the thinking of my level, you know what I mean, of understanding that you know um it could be a real burden you know what i mean like you know me having you know six children and uh it was a beautiful thing because as far as you know um you know i take you know taking care of them and stuff like that and and being able to be there with their accomplishments and all that and then you know you get you know as you do all that some shit goes to hell towards the end you know, you just start off and, and um, them are uh, sometimes by choices that we make. And, um, but, you know, going in and, and, you know, I can't say, well, you know what, um, oh, man, everything's just a mistake. No, no, because, you know, going in that, you know, things can happen and they happen and, and you know, we're here and it's a done deal. And um, as far as, you know, people just wanting to, you know, play the unprotective role and all that. Okay, but you can't be dumb by it neither. You know, and if you know and you're smart enough, like 
someone's going, do I really want to have a baby in this time? And I'm like, but why do you want to be cheated? Why do you want to be cheated of you wanting to have something or you want to be like this lady down here? She don't have any kids. And she wished she could now, but she has nothing to offer. She got nothing. Her inside, gone. You know what I mean? She'll never be able to have that piece of her. So do what you have to do. The communication between two people, you'll know. If you don't like this girl, hey, it's not a gold VIP pass for everybody, man. And that's what I'm learning out with some of these girls. Everyone just don't get the VIP. No, it's, it's and, and that's the funny thing. Like, I actually thought about this morning because it's like, I don't, I want to be with this girl forever, right? And even like right now, but even in my mind, like when I woke up this morning, I was like, what if we, I said these words in my head. I was like, what if we accidentally got pregnant? And then I thought about that phrase and I was like, accidentally got pregnant. How the fuck stupid does that sound? Accidentally. You're yeah. doing the fucking thing that causes that shit. And, and so it's it like, there's, there's no fucking accidentally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. What it is, is you, you, can't, you can't jump out of plane and be like, accidentally, I fucking died. It's like when you play with fire, you do dangerous Very shit. Very smart. Very there's smart. There's that opportunity that you fucking get killed. You know, mm -hmm. accidentally. Now, you could play it as safe as possible, but you're still playing with fire. You're still doing the deed that has this consequence as, as a fucking, you know, as the end result. And, and so this whole accidentally shit is just, is for the birds. And I'm trying to hold myself accountable and I'm trying to just, I don't know, man, it, it's a fucking struggle, dude. I, it's, that's all I, I my, my mind is all fucking pickle right now, but it, it's, it's. <laughs> you just say pickle down, man. You, if it's, it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. You didn't catch COVID, you caught picolitis, dumb, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying, Jess James? If it's yeah. going to happen, it's going to happen. Now, if you go in there knowing that it's hot zone, mm. a woman knows too. It's a hot zone. Be careful now. You know what I mean? Because you're going through that period of the month where it's, it's like, well, I'm hot down there. Basically, she's telling you, I, I could get pregnant right now. Mm -hmm. And giving you a heads up, which is very smart in her. They're going through that ovulation and all that. Now, it's up to you now as a man to say, well, you know, I could wear something or whatever. Pulling out is not exactly... 100% guaranteed, but you know then and there, so it's not an accident like you said. It's not an accident. Accident is, I picked this girl up on a Saturday night and just got engaged, and then bam. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But you still knew going in there, so that's just on you. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So... And if you see that, you ever you ever have where you see the eyes change? Have you seen that? Mm -hmm. Where you look deep down in your eyes when you add it, you see that glow in a different look? That's deep. Not everyone has that, bro. That's <laughs> deep shit right there. That's Be facts. very careful. Well, there was no yeah. mistake about it. No accident, you know. Yeah. I, I asked her where she wanted it, and she's like, anywhere. And then bada boom, bada bing. Bada bing. Is born. My son is born. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> You know, it is what it is. But no, we got to, uh, you know, trying to try to change that, you know, and even having conversations with like kids I coach and my own son because yes. he's getting to that age where, you know, he's going to start to get that whiff, man. You know, he gets a little curious. You know and what I'm saying? And them girls so, at young age, they don't, they don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Like if a girl really don't want you, and you better believe this, if she don't want to get pregnant by you, she ain't going to, you ain't going to have the access. She knows. Mm. She's going to be fully protected, trust me. Yeah, I mean, 
wouldn't you say like it's it's okay to wait, man? Yeah, there's yes, nothing wrong with it. I don't yes, enjoy it your is childhood. Okay. Be be free. Absolutely. You know, figure out what you want to do with life. Because the younger you have a kid, it's just it's not impossible. There's people that make you know hella good out of their, their situations, but it is very difficult. So if you can do it when you're ready, I mean that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. I'm all fucked up about it. But yeah, don't let her fuck you up. If it happens and you love her, like you said, you love her. She loves you. And that comes about, it's meant to be. Well, what it comes down to, James, is you're not a piece of shit. And you, you think about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you think about the whole shebang, how it affects you. And you're looking at it financially. And like I, it's, it's a lot to bear, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So you're not fucked up for thinking that No, way. absolutely not. Absolutely not. I know, but it's just like I'm trying to be I'm trying to be the guy and have the fun and be the good guy because it's like, you know, Hollywood was saying, too, you you also got to consider your partner's feelings and shit. And it's like it's like on the one hand, I'm like, damn, like, I don't want her to think that, like, I don't like this shit or I don't love it or I'm not, you know, but it's like there's a lot of internal shit going on. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but I think it's just it gets to me more than more than I um, it gets to me more than I allow myself to talk about it. Okay, that's always going to be my next question. Have you communicated this to her? Like, I have a little bit. I have a little bit. Um, But I don't don't know, man. It's hard because I always feel like I'm being uh, uh, completely honest in the moment. But then shit starts festering in my head over time. And it's like, dude, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Like, I don't want to talk about it every day. You know? Um, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, you know, I think it's just me being a worry worry guy. You know, somebody that worries a lot and just considers... Um, all possibilities and that stuff stays in my head, dude. And it, and it has an effect on me. It has an yeah. effect on me. Sexually. Try to get, try to get away from that because if you let that indulge inside you, then she'll pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes her worth feel like, wow, you know, like you're always worried, you know, like, is there something I'm doing wrong? You know, that's like the problem. That's what I don't want to happen. And it's yeah. just like. Yeah, man. That's why I, th- I said earlier, I was kind of talking to myself. It's like communication is the biggest thing. Yes, That's why yes. If it starts weighing on me more and more, then I will bring it up because I have no problem talking to her about it. She yeah. has no problem talking to me about it, which is great. That's the best part. But yeah. it is it, as just as a man and talking to you guys, it's like... It's a fucking struggle, man, because it's like I got no problem beating my shit, but that's because there ain't no consequences with that. There's right, no right, consequences. Right. So so it ain't it ain't there's nothing wrong with the libido, but it's like when it comes time to playing with that fire, that's when it creeps in and it's like shit, dude. I don't know if I wanna I don't know, man. I'm not I'm really thinking about it. You know, so what it I mean? happens when you're playing with Paul. <laughs> <The pie. laughs> How like, many kids oh, do, would you want? Just right now in the era that we're in, how many kids are you thinking that you would like to have to, to solidify your family? One, dude. Uno. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then and then after that, maybe maybe another one, but like two max. Mm-hmm. Two max. Like before you had your kids, like did you have a number in mind? I had three. I had, I said, man, you know, three. If I did have the tops, you know, because I come from a big family. I never pictured six, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? I just didn't see myself having, you know, yeah, I grew up that way, but I didn't see because I was thinking, well, you know what? Nicer things, but it's not their fault. You know what I mean? I just, it was meant for me to have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe to slow me down on some things or do whatever. It was meant for me to have a big family. You know what I mean? And uh, 
I'm not going to sit there and, and lie and say, well, you know what, I, I, I planned everything out. You know what I mean? And said, okay, we're going to work on having a child and this and that. That ain't how it went. You know what I mean? It's just, you go and, like I say, you hold, you got to hold yourself accountable. You know what you're doing. And sometimes when you hit the well, you know, you go to the well too many times and stuff like that happens and you have to, but I've always stood up, took care of my kids and everything like that. And I was never going to be that deadbeat dad. And, and um, you know, you had to put me in jail and catch me, you know, not paying in this and that. No, absolutely not. You know what I mean? But that yeah. that's the risk I took. I could have took different routes. You know what I mean? But at the time, life was all different. And, you know, for me, and, um, you know, that's, you know, you're in a different position than I'm in. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, Philly, same way, different position. And, uh, position. <laughs> position. <laughs> and, uh, I always like to split position. <laughs> I love women, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just love them. They're beautiful. They're beautiful creatures. And uh, not always right, but I had a woman tell me, she goes, well, I'll tell you this. If you don't like us, go get, go get a man. I'm like, you really got a point. She goes, you get tired of us, just go get a man. How about that one? I'm like, damn you, damn you. Damn you. Yeah. You'll be okay. It'll all... Dude, don't even don't even put that stress on you. It will come normal as time, and the more love there, you just it's it's a flow. It don't even matter what happens. It happens because we both love each other. Yeah. You don't know what if you go in there and you wait for nine years and you don't have a child. Right. What would you do? You you see you throw these things in there, whether it could be you, whether it could be her, and you find out you can't have one. What would you do then? And you ain't gonna speak on that now. Right. I give, take my hat off to men and even women that stay in a relationship that can't have kids. I think that's powerful. That shows love, commitment, because you both deserve it. And you're willing to say, hey, wait a minute, you know what? I always wanted a kid, but I love that individual so much. I'm willing to risk not having one because I love that person. Yeah, that's amazing. A lot of strength, yeah. Because mm -hmm. some people ain't out there. They they do it. I want my yeah. own. Whatever. No, that's true. That's true, yes, man. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you know a lot of people. Mo most people do want kids. Most people want their own. Even me. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't want kids for the longest. I didn't think I did. And then I, you know, shit happens, and you realize like, wow, this is what it's about. It's about family. It's about you know. And I may have um, been dead if I didn't have my kids. More than likely, I'll tell you right now, I probably would have been dead. So I'm thankful. Now that I'm thankful again, mm -hmm. this kept me, like you say, it keeps you keel. It keeps you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it's, it, it's a whole different perspective. And, uh, you know, like I say, some people shouldn't have children. You know, you, you take care of it. You, you, you don't, you know, there's people out there every day going, I wish I could have a child or they want to adopt their children. And that's great. They do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, but it'll come natural to you. It, it just, it just. Well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, put all that burden on you like that because you're a good dude, man. You deserve greatness, and you're happy. You know, me and Philip, we talk about this all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's just good things are headed your way. Just let them fall into place, man. I appreciate that, man. You got that it, bro. Means a lot. Yeah, that's truly a blessing. Well, I mean that uh that sparked some good convo there. Yeah, so uh, with that's, that being said, 
That's all I had. I'm just, uh, I'm happier than a pig and shit out here with the birds and bees all the time. I'm having a great fucking time. It is great. This is a great morning, man. Got the coffee going. Yeah, um, yeah this is this is amazing. Wish I wish I was there too. with you guys, man. Yeah, I was just gonna say, but um, also like my my girl is coming so uh, next weekend with uh, with me. So that's awesome. Um, I know she wants to meet you guys. And um, I think it would be super dope if I could get her, if I could try to get her to see if she'll do the pod. Oh, that'd that be sweet, be, yeah. That would be so dope, man. We could pick a date during the week or something and, and do it. Yeah. I'll see if she's down. All right, um, yeah. That'd be amazing. Because I already that. know she wants to meet you guys, period. Even if it's oh, just off sweet. the air. It doesn't matter. So and she can even have the mic if she. I, I mean, I can stand stand by, and well, just I was watch say, greatness. I, her and I can share because, like, I'd rather Whatever. have her do more to talking for me. We that, make it you happen. Know what I mean, that that way you guys could all, you know, speak to her and and, and get you know it'll give her a chance to kind of <laughs> give you guys her perspective and and that, I think that would be a really good time. Apple Snatch, would you like to ask her a question? Per se, I would. <laughs> yeah, you don't say. Absolutely, he would. All those questions. <laughs> You like no, bigger, uh, small. <laughs> 24th Street Pizza has somehow done the impossible. They've taken their incredible menu and made it even better. Now featuring new specialty pizzas like the Chicken Bacon Ranch, Fiesta Steak, and Barbecue Texas Pickle Pizzas. New subs like the Taco and Barbecue Meatball, new salads, new pasta dishes, and much more. Whether you're feeding just yourself or the entire family, 24th Street Pizza hits the spot without breaking the bank. Save 10% off your delivery order by ordering online at 24thstreetpizza.com. Did you did you guys hear about the, uh, I heard the new Top Gun has really good reviews. Really? No, I haven't seen it. I've seen the commercials. Yeah, yeah dude, I heard it's got good reviews, man. But why do I'm we keep of, doing uh, that, though? Why do we keep, like, I don't know, I guess it's good in one way, but we keep like going backwards with a lot of different things instead of coming up with new. You know what I mean? Like, I agree with yeah. that. I agree yeah. with that. That's like, annoying. But this is at least it's a sequel, though. You know, it's yeah. still Tom Cruise. It's still, but but I I agree with that, man. We were just talking about that. Actually, my girl and I were talking about that. It's like, why do they keep remaking these movies that nobody really wants to see? Like, what you know? It's like just keep it original. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> like they're remaking White Men Can't Jump. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's no. You can't do that, dude. It's wrong. I mean, you know, like, you know who's playing. You know who's playing Woody Harrelson's character? No. Freaking uh, Jack Harlow. Come on. The rapper. Jack Harlow. Yeah, he's playing wow. Woody Harrelson's character. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know who. I don't know who's playing the other dude. But like, yeah, they're they're remaking it, and it's like okay. But, like, does this guy, can he even act? And I don't want to shit on him. Like, maybe that's his dream role. You know, like, he gets to play, you know, Billy Hoyle. But, I don't know, man. Just don't leave like the classics it. alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why, why no, I feel that. It's like, you had the Batman come out. You had Jurassic Park that's coming out. They redid another Scream. Michael Myers. You know what I mean? Another Halloween. So, I hope it's the end. Please. You got to end it. There's got to be an end game. There just has to be. You know what I mean? I don't understand why they keep going on and on and on. I heard Rocky 76 is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's funny because, like, okay, you give, a, you give a director a chance. Like, I thought Creed was awesome, actually. I was really surprised with it. But you get to a point, like you said, with the Halloween, it's like, isn't you that just a testament it. to how yeah. good the original was? They keep fucking trying to remake the shit. That's how good it was that they can't even come up with something new. They want to keep remaking it. We're going to do another one. Or they'll just wait however many years and they'll reboot it try did to do you, an original did you run. notice this on a quick note and tell me if I'm wrong Halloween was my era okay yeah. maybe they're trying to do it for different eras 
Have you seen over the time of Halloween how more violent it has gotten? Yeah, yeah. This last one was like he was on a, a killing spree. Oh, my God. I mean, don't you think that has effect on some people that watch this stuff? The younger generation, like, this is, okay, this is a movie. This is not real, okay? And you get, like, copycats and want to do whether it's with knives or guns, whatever. I was like, God, man. Can you slow it down a bit? Because I don't remember that in 76. You know what I'm saying? This shit's brutal. Yeah, it's like, dude, that's overkill, man. Come on. Like, that's not how I remember Halloween. You know what I mean? And that was and that was scary and bad at that point. This was just like, wow, dude, like too much. You know what I'm saying? Well, it goes back to there's, you know, people that can't decipher, you know, what's real and what's not. You know, they 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 lose all realm of reality. You know what I mean? And, and want to do wild shit. The same with video games. You, know, you think you look that's at, what it is? The tie of the video games? There's just fucked up people in the world, I think. Okay, but what happens people that so? know right and wrong. You know that's wrong. You know you're not supposed to kill people. This is fiction. This is just for... But I, mean? I was on a game 18 hours a day killing people. Yeah, see? Yeah, well, that, that could be a problem. Does that come back on them? Do well, they you know, sue them? You know, you know, on that on that note, what might be a little crazy and strange, and I just this just popped into my head now listening to you guys say this. What if what if social media has now created this thing where people are more like video games, like like people are more like video game characters than they've ever I think been. So. Because if you're online yeah. all day and you're talking to people, but you don't actually have to see them or deal with any close encounters or feel what you're saying. It's almost just like talking to fucking the characters in a game. Yeah, the same that's true. thing when you attack somebody on Twitter, you don't ever have to see them, you don't have to deal with the repercussions. So now it's like not only are you killing people in real life, or you're killing people in the video game, now you're talking to real people, but not being able to decipher like what the consequences are. You mesh those two things together, and now you got a psychopath who's ready to mount a camera on his forehead and go on a killing spree like he did in the fucking video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe true. that. I, I really do. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. Like, there's people that they'll talk big game on the phone or on a video game, but they won't have a conversation in person. You right. Know? And it's crazy. They can't. They don't know how to. They don't know how to talk to you. Yeah, and they just they yeah. might get so flustered and, and just so irate that they fly off the handle. Just put in your head, okay? We won't say any names. Put in your head a few people that you know, how their communication skills are. Mm-hmm. Talking to them. But you know one thing about them. They're always on them damn games. And, and and keep it in your thoughts. I guarantee you we have three or four people that we know that are like that. <laughs> social media, if you eliminated a lot of the social media and this bullshit games like that, do you think it would be better? Your take, Philly. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think there's definitely people that go overboard. I think it, it's had an effect on communication skills. You're a Madden guy. This, I was a Tech Mobile guy. Yeah, I was a big Madden guy. I lost my mind in it. And it's so easy to get addicted to. But that's football. Yeah, but see, even as an adult, and I don't play a ton of video games, but I did recently get back into Grand Theft Auto with my son and his buddies. Okay. But it's more or less a, of a way to connect with my son as opposed to me just geeking out and you know playing it for hours on end. I'll hop on, you know, here and there for an hour or two. Not a big yeah. deal. But uh, there's people that, yeah, all day, every day. And a lot of the kids are doing that now. 
You know, and I have but to check is, my son on it sometimes too, just yes. because I want him to be able to do more with his day. Go outside, go outside. Game's over. You, you have to because you get so absorbed, bro. Here's the flip side of it though, which I think is funny. It's like on the same side as me. I, you know, I, I listen to myself and what I just said, but on the same token, it's like, well, what about the motherfucker that's obsessed with Madden and that's all he's playing? How quick is he to go outside and just tackle somebody? You know, <laughs> like that doesn't happen. Why is it only? Why is it only the fucking violent games that tra- that that are blamed to translate? Sports and football in particular, it's like controlled violence. You know, what I mean, it's 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 a game. Mm-hmm. You know, an actual game that people play in real life. Like, you're not supposed to go out and shoot people in real life. You know, right. that's why I think Call of Duty is so big. It's like. It's not reality. You're shooting zombies and shit like that, or you're out at war. You know what I mean? So it's it's a way to escape reality in a sense. But there's just people that take it too fucking far. That's what I'm saying. You ever hear people like say you're you're listening to them and you're going, "What the fuck are they talking about?" They're literally, dude. Why don't you kill them? It's like, wow, dude. It's not that serious. Go in the military, man. Wow, you get to fight over this, slamming your shit down. I'm like, but I will say, on the another perspective is, you know. We say, yeah, go out there, go out there, go out there. But do, do we? Are we pushing them into more trouble? You know, some people, some kids, and people are just introverts. What about hide and go seek, man? What I about the, I mean, we were more innovative back in the day. You know, because do we, we had change to change it. I don't think you can change it. Yeah, you can't because then you gotta. It's it's either it's either or now. You know, you're talking about like now we got to take away rights. You know, they take away video games. We get we're almost like policing people more because we don't feel like we can handle it. It's weird. It's even like Philly said. Imagine yeah. a, imagine somebody see for me I also look at I also look at video games like a, like you could look at it a third way where it's like an outlet like the same way rap music is like the same way Eminem used to stick up for himself like he would make a song about killing his wife so he didn't do it you know it's but, like yeah, you have okay. to have some okay. outlet so imagine a guy that wants to go out and kill a bunch of people but instead of doing that he goes in the house and he throws on the video game and now he can kill a bunch of people it's like you know, there's different ways to look at it. it, it can, yeah. I, I believe it could translate both ways. I mean, you could desensitize somebody to where they want to go out and start killing real people. But I think over time, I mean, a, a person that knows the difference is going to know the difference. Yeah, you know, right, and, right. You got to grow. You got to grow up. You got to. This is not real. This is playtime. And whether you take playtime as far as as far as like I sat down and watched one video game. I couldn't even tell you what it was, guys. And I'm going, damn, really? He just blew his head off the shoulders, and he just like. But some that of the shit, some of the shit is cool though. Like, yeah, I'm, you yeah. can create your own guy on Grand Theft Auto, and guess what? I named my company Pick, Pickled Players. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Pickled Players. You know, so every time you know, I have my little group, <laughs> that they pops up. So and so has joined Pickled Players. You know what I mean? Like, just I don't know. But the, I, again, it goes back to people just not being able to differentiate reality from non-reality you know what i'm saying and and i think it's it goes back to policing your own home as parents too limiting yes, shit absolutely. you know don't let it go too crazy you know make sure you know there's a mix of schoolwork, activity and games because like again some kids are just that's how they are you know they might be might be doing a more harm pushing them too much but there's got to be a balance man you yeah, can't just I have think, too I much of anything you- I think you're right, dude. You have to know your kids, too. Like, because that's mm-hmm. the real issue. Like, I think these people that are shooting real people, it's not that they can't tell the difference. They know what they're doing. They, they, they're they killing real people. Because yeah. when you when they get caught <coughs> or they me. die, you can tell they have no remorse. They were ready to do this shit. It was yeah. fucked so up. horrible, though. And it's like, it where is. where are the parents at? Like, what, what's the relationship between the parent and the child? Like, where... 
this is this is happening. I think, you know, and I, I don't want to crack down on parents too much, too, because some people do their best and they still end up with a fucked up. Oh, kid. absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you 100 percent. Yes. But, 100%. but also it's like you got to watch your own fucked up kid. Like make sure make sure if they if there's some weird signs with them, you don't have it. You don't have it to where the point where you're not even going to acknowledge your own your own kid that's fucked up. You know, you got to know when you got a bad seed and yeah. and when something's wrong. Just like in your own inner circle, like we've had some friends Philly where you know, we're cool with them and then they say one thing and you're kind of just like, man, I might need to separate myself from this motherfucker. You know what I mean? They're, yeah, they're right, going a right, little, right. little off the deep end. So it's like, if you can know that within your own circle, you should know that within your own home. You should know that if your parents were crazy, you know what I mean? You got to- What about you that gotta, one kid that you go, oh, I never expected that from him. He, he was a good kid. He, he was just out there cutting the grass the other day, nice waving everyone. He was an A student. What happened? We get that as well. I think, you yeah. know, some people have, you know, me, internal battles, you know, and uh, it's real. It's real. Yeah. And I think people sometimes people don't feel like they have those outlets. And that's that's sad, too. And they feel like they got to keep everything inside. You know, and I used to be that way. And I realized how angry it made me, especially as an adolescent. You know, what I mean, it was it was difficult. They had a built up anger about various things. How do you feel now about that? If you run in that position, how do you feel now is suffering from that type of detachment mm -hmm. to where you're at now it's like it's it's coming full circle like now i feel like i have the outlets and i'm aware i know myself better than ever before too yes, so yes i think that's a big part of it like knowing yourself your strengths and weaknesses that way you when you see yourself slipping okay hey i'm gonna call unk or i'm gonna call jay or i'm gonna go do something i love to do to kind of pull me out of this um you know and if i see someone else doing that like with my son Got to go check on him. Mm -hmm. See a friend and you guys. Hey, give you a call. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like that stuff's important. Yes. And uh, yeah, I think self-awareness is huge. And uh, some people just don't don't feel like they can do that. And I feel like as men especially, it's frowned upon. You mm -hmm. know, like Tony Soprano. He couldn't go see his fucking psychiatrist. Yeah. Monk said, we just don't do this in the business, Tony. Well, Tony, you know, you can't do that. It's frowned upon <laughs> in the family. <laughs> you know what it is too man like a lot of people have these outlets on youtube or twitter or whatever and they're they're spewing out all these thoughts but they don't ever have any repercussions and sometimes they can even find groups of people that like let's say somebody wants to do something really fucked up they can they can spew out all their ideas on the internet and not only do they not get any real life interaction pushback but also they find these other groups of people who are just as crazy as far as mentally and what they think, their ideas, but they don't have the balls to go do it themselves mm -hmm. like this one person does, but they'll still fuel that kid. They'll yeah. fuel that energy like, oh yeah, you're right. You are right the way you're thinking. You, This isn't okay. You should go out and do this fucking psycho shit because all these kids behind the keyboard, they don't have the balls to do it themselves, mm -hmm. but they yeah, found somebody mm -hmm. who does. And now they're feeding that person that energy and none of this shit is happening in person. And that's why... It's scary because a lot of times if you if you went out in the real world and talked to people face to face and said, man, I want to kill a bunch of people. Nine times out of 10, dude, and not even that, probably 10 times out of 10, even people who feel like they want to, they, they would want to do it, but they don't have the balls are going to push back on you and be like, no, that's not how you do it. That's, yeah, that's not the, the way. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're all fucked up, man. Mm -hmm. But being that these people don't have to go outside and they don't ever have to really interact face to face with anybody to spew out their ideas. 
it, it gives them this fucking this outlet that's that's fueled you know what i mean and, mm-hmm. and there's no pushback I agree. Yeah, I think that I shit's agree. scary, man. No, and when these stories come out, a lot of times you see there's like that little cult of people that they sometimes they find behind it too, and it just it's sad. And you're right about that whole energy thing, man. It's, it's so real. You know, we just got to stay on top of it, man. Yeah, because I used to be even with the dad. It, it, one of my things why I didn't want to have children is because of things like this worry. You know, I got six different personalities. I'm trying to think for them. I'm trying to be in their brain, like do the right things. Like what, you know, you know, what, what happens? You know what I mean? This is why I wouldn't have to deal with it. Even though it's a blessing, there's six hearts I have to worry about. Mm. Six different brains I have to worry about. So now it's not just me. I got to worry about what they thinking on a daily basis. Right. You know what I'm saying? Are you okay in yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you, are you going to do the right thing? Are, are you going to get pissed off one day and just go boom? And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have to worry about that. It's it's never a day where I can just go, oh, man, you know, he might get pissed off today and just, you know what I'm saying? And I try not to think negative about like that, but th- that's the reality of it. I got a six pack, you know, and they're all different attitudes, mental game. They're all different. You know what I mean? So there's six things you have to worry about. And believe me, I've had children that are experiencing some hard times. And I've tried to take them and and talk to them the best way that I can and relate to them. Jess James? Yeah, Yeah, man. Um, No, we're good. Yeah, so it's, it's... As a dad... It's very difficult, you know. Yeah, I go to bed at night and I sleep well and this and that, but I always say my prayers and my blessings over my family, my children, my good friends. Every night, every night, I I, I just don't let it go. You know what I mean? Because I want the best for everybody, you know. But as parents, and you understand what I'm saying when you have a child, but it still doesn't take away that you don't have your own worries. You know what I mean? And this is just life, you know, the way it is. You know, so, and, and it comes as we grow. I would trust me. I wasn't like this ten years ago, bro. I wasn't like this twenty years ago. And I learned, and I talked to a pastor, which was a very good friend of mine, at work. And he always gives me little key things. He's like, "Oh, I know, I ain't, you know, this." I said, "You know, I am, bro. You know, no, no, man. You know." But I learned. I listen. I watch. You know what I mean? So it's important. Yes. You guys think? Uh, what do you guys think about like the state? of this country right now like are you guys happy with where you're at at least like do you th- do you feel safe at least in michigan as a whole as a state uh to where like if if shit did hit the fan you know what i mean like let's say because look i'm on the other side right I mean, i'm not on the other side of the country but i'm a little i'm a little further you know i'm east and you guys obviously live a decent amount from each other you you all got kids um you got you got family, you know your mom. Do, does do you guys feel like if anything was to hit the fan, that like if you wanted to call me up even and was like, yo, we need to we need to kind of band together. Would 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 your guys' spot be the spot? Do you think Michigan is a good place? Do you think you'd want to go somewhere else? Maybe 
in the future, like a different state? Or are you guys going to hunker down and, and, and live in Michigan for the rest of your lives because you feel like there we have the most freedom and, and, and uh, you know, we can rely on ourselves for safety? Well, I think it's the, uh, the known evil, I guess, right? Like we, we know we feel comfortable here. So we know it in and out, you know, from I mean? the D man, and we know the good <laughs> spots and the bad spots. I don't want to walk into some place where I don't, I don't know where the hell I'm going. You know, I don't even know what a cone of stove is, but <laughs> <laughs> like, I know my, my backyard and get your fault it, man. That's what I said. Man. And, uh, yeah. I, I think I'm gonna stay here, man. I mean, I would love to travel and, and all that stuff, but if things got really bad, yeah, I'm gonna bunker down with my family and friends and and, and just try to you know hold the fort down, man. You know, and and as far as the state of the country, man, it's it's tough. It's tough to have faith again, like we've talked about so many times in the past, with uh, with everything so high. Like, I don't know how people do it, you know, by themselves. Like Hollywood, I give you a lot of credit. You know, what I mean and it's just it's really really hard right now i appreciate it it is tough but we find ways we find ways um i just seen a um 24 pack of eggs 703 that's ridiculous i heard in california gas is over eight bucks right now oh my goodness dude that's insane that is wild to even think about bro how are we going through this i don't i don't and i don't want to be i think or is it because we've been fed this we are the greatest country in the world. I don't feel that. I don't feel that as a country. You know what I mean? I feel that we're in bad shape. Like, we got to be better. I mean, we deserve, even our veterans and all that, they deserve better. They fought for us. We shouldn't be going through this shit. You see so many that are on the side, they can't get this and that. That's horrible, man. Before you yeah. want to give to another country, give to them first. Yeah, there's definitely issues with leadership. I yes. do still love being here as opposed to some other countries. Yes, absolutely. You, see, you know, absolutely. I'm definitely glad I'm in this country, but definitely I wish things were different up top. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I just think the leadership is is a little suspect, and and that that's not me being a freaking Trump supporter. I just think right. you know, from all kinds of leadership, from the state level to you know all the way up, man, it could be better, and our policies could be better. Oh, absolutely. And we can work together in unison more. You know, that's one thing we've never seemed to be able to do. And um, I don't know if that's party related or what, but I mean, I just, something's got to give, dude. You know, like that's Kamala Harris I, said, what? When you buy that A, that, what's it, A47, AK47, that weapon is a war weapon that's made to kill multiple people at one time. That's what that gun's purpose is. Why do you need it as a civilian? Unless you want to kill. Now, I know people that have it. For whatever their protection, they're looking at if my home gets invaded by something, they're looking to kill multiple, multiple people. At it. You know what I'm saying? That's what that gun's made for. So that was a very key point she made about that. Yeah. No, you know, I, you know I, what I, I look at it? I you know what that. I look at it like, though? It's just the same way as it's the same way as public housing. It's the same way as anything else. The problem is, in my opinion, and this, this may, and I don't want to be like, this is the shitty thing is like when you have an opposed opinion, especially mm -hmm. during a time like this, you come off as insensitive and I don't want to do yeah. that because there's nothing worse than kids being killed, period. Mm -hmm. But if you look at public housing, every time the government comes in and touches things, no one's going to take care of your home better than you are. No, absolutely Nobody. not. Absolutely so, not. So, so no, one, no one's going to take care of your home better than you are. Nobody's going to spend your money better than you are. Mm -hmm. That's why government spending is all over the fucking place because, you know, you don't. 
but when you have money in your hands, you're gonna sit. You're gonna sp- make sure you spend every dollar in the right place because it's your money. It's something you work right, for. Right. When the government does it. it. Nobody gives a fuck because oh, it's the government doing it, or oh, the, the government paid for this home. I don't need to keep it up. It's the same way I feel about my protection. You wait on people to protect you. No one's gonna protect you. How you're gonna protect yourself? Exactly. And, and I don't want that taken away from me. I don't no. want my right taken away from me. It doesn't matter what gun I have in my home. It doesn't make me more inclined to kill somebody. It's just I. But I don't want the right taken away from me. Right. 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 And 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 honestly, it should be boiled down to a state level. It mm-hmm. should. I don't think it should be federal because, look, dude, I live in New York. I can't have a gun here. But I'm agreeing to not have a gun here because I live here. If I mm-hmm. really cared about it that much, I would move somewhere else where I have more freedoms. And you know what? I you would know. feel like you, like you, Judge James, you're in a hot spot of the world. Mm-hmm. You're in New York. That yeah. is the most hottest spot. That if they want to attack, they always attack New York. Yeah. It's well, and, they, and I mean, they attack places where there's not a lot of weapons to, to defend. So, you know, but even look at the cops, man. Like, how, how often can we even rely on cops to, to defend ourselves, to defend us? Or, or show up on time where they can make a difference before we can. That's cool. Those are the things that I think about when I think about rights being taken away. You know what I mean? Well, yes, you have bad ones, but you also, they're, they're so like frowned upon by people nowadays that there's not a lot of people, there's not a lot of people in general to do fucking flip burgers, let alone be a police officer. So you should yeah. be up against that too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I don't I don't want to take nothing away from the good ones either or even say that there's more bad than good because I think there's way more good than bad. Yeah. But what I am saying is if someone invades your home, you got to first dial 911, then the dispatcher has to dispatch that call. Then mm-hmm. they have to tell where it is. I got to make sure I tell my address. If I got some shit mounted on the wall though and I hear a glass break downstairs, I'm ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. I'm for that for sure. But but I, I understand the flip side too, man. I, I I just don't think it's a black and white answer. I think it's and and like you said, man, Philly, you brought this up earlier, and that's a really good point. It's like every time something is political, that's when you can't converse. That's yeah. when the conversation is lost because both people have picked a side, and that's right. the problem. That's the problem. It becomes political, and, and then no one can talk about it. Yeah, they become they don't become collaborative. They become combative, and that's mm-hmm. all. That, that's all it is. They're just instead of sitting down, okay, weighing the pros and cons and talking about it, like fucking adults. You know what I mean? It right, takes a right. constant battle in every facet of the imagination. That's a let's, great point. Let's just get together. Let's talk about it. Let's come up with a solution. Right. Let's there's just, a lot of blame too. There's a lot mm-hmm. of blame. Like there's this guy at work. He blames the Republicans. It's like. Okay, I can see why you blame Republicans, but also you're literally not considering all the people that voted Republican that care about kids too, that don't want kids to die. They're willing to and come to the table. Just, I know that. They they what? What's up? They're willing to come to the table. Republicans said this morning. <sighs> that's, that's a good thing. That's what it's going to take, man. Like it, you gotta, you gotta, but putting a blame on people, man. It's like that's that's the worst thing you can do. It's like I, I looked up a statistic the other day. Like two days ago, they said like uh, within the last year, more than um, two hundred and three kids were killed by drunk drivers. Are we re- are we gonna get rid of alcohol in cars? You know, it's like it's like that. Sometimes that's not always the. It's, I know it seems like the obvious quick solution, but it's not just that simple. You gotta weigh out what are you gonna lose, what are you gonna, what are you gonna give up? You know. When it seems like that's what the government's not willing to do is lose out on on money and funds because that the attacks on each other. Like look at fighting, for instance. What sells? 
the big buildup, right? People talking shit, destroying each other, it's getting a sick personal. World. Think about it. It's and, a sick and we world. all fucking love it. You yeah. know, just like sex. Yeah. Sex sells. That's why it's going to continue mm-hmm. because the whole peach and keen thing doesn't, you know, appease everybody. And it's just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. People want right. the spicy shit. They want to see the blood. They want right. to see this guy's eye just split open. It's, it's, it's crazy because, like, look, you're a big UFC fan, mm-hmm. right? You want to see this guy just take his head off or, or snap his arm or whatever. It, it's part of that sport. And it's like, you think about it, you take a step back and go, wow, man, I'm kind of demise about shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We see the blood come, yeah, get him, get him, get him. Uh, that you, drives it. Same thing with, with politics, man. You know, look at, look at Trump and Biden going at it. You know, that whole thing. It was oh, a it's still going on. The circus, Wrong. man. <laughs> <laughs> Told you yeah. this should happen. Told you this should happen. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Wake up, Joe. <laughs> yeah, Joe no, almost forgot about where that shooting happened the oh, other no. night. I watched him on the freaking news, dude. He almost forgot the state. I mean, dude, it's it's just you know. Again, it's sad. It's sad because. Something could be so something so serious that affects everybody, but then it becomes political, and you got now it's divided between two sides. That's there's the part no, that hurts. There's no middle. That's that's the biggest issue. Like like Philly said it better than anybody could have said it. It's just like you don't become collaborative, you become combative. And how how do you how do you come to a to a decision like that? You can't do that. And and in nowhere really in life can you do that. Look at look at even with co-parenting. Even if you got to go, all right, well, we're not good together, but we need to figure out how to be good separately. Mm-hmm. You still got to be good separately. You still have to You still have to have give and take. You still have to come together with your ideas to make something work. And that's the problem. It's like people just don't understand on that big level. And these are the people that, are, that we put in power. These are the people that we hire, that we vote for. They can't even figure it out. Yeah. So it's it's like, Jesus, man, like... I don't know. It's 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 really sad, man. I don't even half the time we see these politicians talking, dude. I don't like any of their energies. I don't like how they. I don't like how they look at each other. I don't like how they how they have my best interest. No, yeah. I kind of I've checked out recently. Mm-hmm. And you know yeah. the thing is, Jess James, is is our dark days. We 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 talk now about it. This ain't the end of it. There'll be another no. one. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what this lady said. She goes, "We have to always remember, it's never gonna stop." Hopefully the numbers go down, hmm. but there'll be someone out there that will just want to do it to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she goes, how do you protect all that? You can't protect everybody. Yeah. We're supposed to live and be normal. Hey, how you doing? Good. Your neighbor. Hey, what's going on? It doesn't always work that way. And it's sad. It's got to start with them. They got to be the ones. You can't think like that. That's not normal thinking. You know what I mean? Do you guys think that putting their name that that stopping putting their names out there would help though a little bit? Just just the fact that like if they knew, okay, here's a guy that feels alone, that that he's not being paid attention to, that even if he did that, he wouldn't be named, might deter them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because I think people do clout chase. They want that notoriety. They want to be one of the like a like a Manson or whatever. Look at Crumley said. For instance, look what he said. He wanted to be the biggest world, you know, known mm-hmm. what he when he, when he when he's going to do what he he's going to do, and he fulfilled it. And look at him; he's getting all this camera time, yeah, court notoriety. thing, the notoriety on the news all the time. Crumley, Crumley, Crumley's parents. He's on there. 
no, 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 no. That's why I refuse. I refuse to give them people any light because that's that's how their legacy lives, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I like that idea. Yeah, I, I I really agree with you on that. And there's certain people out there. There's certain outlets that also agree with that and don't do that. But it seems weird because. You know, it's like, and I don't know this for a fact, like, I, I really want people to look this up. And I hope like, this is why I want listeners to, um, I was actually recently thinking about starting a YouTube channel where I where I can um, react to US historical videos and also like political videos, because I want to I want to have a better understanding of how the government works, like all the shit that I slept through in, in high school and middle school that I didn't care about. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I right, need to right. know it now. And you want to know it have, now. Yeah, yep. you have people in the comments that can kind of tell you when you're wrong and shit. And I feel like we need that because I also feel like the 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 laws and the guns before the 90s kind of was the same for a while. And I didn't hear about a ton of mass shootings. But, but what did they reason, keep out, like, though? That's the that? key. What have they kept out of them books? Well, that's that another thing, too. It's to like. Know. It's like, did they, did they happen, but we didn't hear about them? Did they not happen? Like, what changed? But it seems like after Columbine, dude, that Columbine thing really fucking broadcasted the, like, the faces, the, the people. It kind of put a blame almost on. Like they ch- that was the one where they tried to blame video games. They tried to blame a lot of oh, yeah, parenting. Yeah. They tried to blame Marilyn Manson. Eminem. They really... Yeah. Yeah, they, they really went in on on that type of stuff and and they made it this this huge thing and it was like almost like ever since then all these mass shooters now are being named and they're getting this notoriety. And I'm wondering if it's like if that's part of it, you know, it's part of starting these copycats. And you know, imagine yo, let's let's ban all guns. Cool, let's do that. But like you don't think they're going to find another way? There's going to be some other psycho that evolves the way you kill a mass amount of people. And then from there, it becomes the new way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And and now it just because like the it, it's not even the point of doing it; it's the point of making a making a uh, making a noise and getting known for that noise because nobody's paying attention to you. You know, right? I just yeah. I don't know, man. How do you do that, Philly? I mean, how do you like 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 per se they had this week? Turn your guns in for a gas card, mm. and and they collected a hundred and some guns. For fifty dollars in gas cards, you don't check that and be like, "18-year-old kid, here's a nine. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> there's always going to be that black market too. You know, it's it's going to be hard to regulate everything, but I'm sure there's a there's much more that can be done. Yes, I mean, you know? protect the schools. As far as like I'm saying, we went through this. They said, "Oh, this this ain't going to happen like this again." You know, we're going to good security and all that. It's failed. Oxford thing, it's failed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it doesn't have to be in Michigan alone. It has to be across the world. Right. Okay? Kids right. are around the world. I don't, okay, well, we're from Michigan or we're from Las Vegas or we're from here. So let's just make sure that our, our, our own uh, um, state is the only one taking care of. No, across the world. Okay? That's how it should be done. Every school you go to should be secured down from 1 to 12 or kindergarten to 12 it's that simple yeah you know what i mean and if you can't do that i mean come on i go to work it's it's like i go to a prison okay i check in i check out that's what gets me in that's what gets me out yeah so and i'm an adult you see 
You can't get right. it unless you go and hit a button and you better state your name and what you're here for. Dude, we got people at our office that can't even, you know, they're coming from different offices, like from mm-hmm. other countries and other states yeah, that can't even yeah. get in if they don't have their ID. That's and they gotta got to check in with the yep. front security. They can't, they can't get mm-hmm. in. And security you know, so, shows up. Who are you? Oh, yeah. Who are you here yeah. to see? Then then you call them. You know, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, he's here. I'll, I'll show up. He has to come and identify him before they even let him in or her. You know what I'm saying? And that's a very good uh, technique that they have, I, I got to say, through my work. But, um, you know, other security things should be better, you know. Um, but it's always like they wait for something to happen. Oh, dude, I'll let you know right now, man. If somebody came into my job, though, we don't have metal detectors, bro. So mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. Although you do need a badge to get in, all it would mm-hmm. take is some guy that's pissed off with how Oh, yeah, there's treated, people carrying. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, fucking, dude, this guy, somebody could come right in and fucking yeah. shoot oh, everybody absolutely. up on the floor. And nobody too. would know about it. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, there's still, there's still always like, it's like you said, until something happens, there's like pretty much. That's yeah. when they want to do something. We're going to put our foot down on this. And it's like, that's why I try to be cool with everyone at work. Not because I'm scared. Like, not because I'm scared. I ain't scared of you. It's the right thing to do. I have to work here with you. Okay. Right. I don't have to like you 24-7, but I'm here for eight, nine hours with you every mm-hmm. single day, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or, you know, a, a woman, you, you're like family, but we're not all family. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I try to be a better me. I feel that. But you know it's uh, it's been a long week when you start drinking Coronas at 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, it's, like, it's a good way to start a Sunday, though, man, especially when it's nice out like that. No, for sure. Well, I'm, you know, I don't have to work tomorrow. I'm just going to be putzing in the yard today. So you say putzing. We're going to be putzing. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I don't have to work tomorrow, too. That's a real, that's a good look, dude. It's a good yeah. look. And then I only got four days until I had to, you know, until I had to the, to the mitten. For sure, man. Looking forward to it, bro. So, dude, I can't, I can't wait, bro. I can't wait. I think I got to do like a crazy move this Friday, though. So that's kind of, that's a little annoying. But Uh, just pace yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. It's all good, dude. Get the old, get the OT, you know. We'll be waiting on you for sure. Just had the bag with you, will you? We'll be waiting on you. Yeah. Oh, for sure, man. Dude, I can't wait, bro. I can't wait to see you guys. I can't wait to. I can't wait to get the airport for you. Yeah. All right. But they gay. You're still like in that park, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> and lots and lots of garlic. Wear some fucking leather for that penis with ease up there. And that fucking... I want you to save a couple cannolis. Yeah, we got hey, you. what's your boyfriend look like? He looks like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a penis with ease. Now you know. Nah, we mess with you. We're just playing. Well, uh, what you got over there, Hollywood? Anything you want to oh, rap about? Well, yeah, yeah. Actually, a few things here. I got this. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you guys hear about the uh, the transgender Barbie that's Ooh. coming out? I heard that's taking a lot of heat. No shit. Transgender Barbie. Wow. What, what does it have? Does it have a penis? Uh, they, they had a dress on it, and it was called the transgender Barbie. <laughs> so nice. was it like Ken with a dress, or was it Barbie it like with, a, like, it looked like from what shorts I've seen. And, See if I can Dude, imagine the doll. Imagine the doll is Barbie. Just everything looks normal. Just straight up how Barbie looks. But then you fucking pull the dress up and it's got a big ass date. <laughs> That's fucking lit, dude. They should do that. That would be awesome. <laughs> it's 
It's fucking Barbo, you know what I mean? It's fucking straight up hung. <laughs> Barbie's got a dick, dude. <laughs> I don't know how that would go, but I do. Oh. Right in her age. Oh, here it is, right here. I got it right here. <laughs> I did not hear about that. I'm trying uh, to show the picture here. Yeah. Um, fucking and all. <laughs> It's that one, anyways. I can't pull. It won't pull the whole thing up. But right there, Martell's first transgender Barbie. Mm. I mean, it's, it's I, like, what's what's it look like? Let me see. You can't really see it. It's got a dick or no? <laughs> you see it? <laughs> no, I can't see. Yeah, I'm look, got I'm a big dress on and stuff. I'm gonna look it up. What's your take on that? I mean, um, oh, I'll tell you. let me see. Leave let me, Barbie alone. Look. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like another like an original, just let it be, you know, kind of like the movies. But yeah. I really don't have a take on it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I guess nothing surprised me anymore. And that's what that's what I was yeah, like. I was... I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, I don't really see. You haven't took the dress off. You know what? <laughs> Is it just I'm like a marketing to... ploy or something? Maybe. Like that's the thing. Like what? What's I want to see. I want to see I this thing. Not. I don't, don't do that. I want to see it stripped down. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, I want to know what's up in there. You know, what I, mean? I want to see the nuts and bolts. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? Another thing I wanted to bring up, since that that may not be a hot, hot topic. Um, I want to give a shout out to Mister um, Slowenis Taylor, who has joined the Marine Corps. Um, oh yes, yes, yes. He was like a young son to me. Um, very good kid. When I lived over in the Bigelow, lived behind me, and Uncle Eddie's best friend um, had joined the military with his, you know, his stepbrother TJ, who I'm very proud of too as well. He's already a Marine, and uh, just to see this kid grow, I've coached him. Um, was like uh, he was like a son to me. Good kid, great athlete, always at my house. And he had just left last week to join the Marine Corps. And I'm, yeah. I'm very, very proud of him. Yeah, God bless That's you. So Sloan, you, I'm proud of you, son. Me, Philly, Jesse James, Master B, C Rebel, <laughs> Jennifer, and uh, the list would go on Big Fish. That's right. We are all proud of you for um, going to be a Marine and Hopefully we see you in the next couple of months. Maybe we'll have you on a podcast. What do you yeah, think, Philly? Absolutely. God bless. Love to. That would be awesome. Yes. yes. Yeah, Good kid. Old. Good kid. Also, Sloan was a Holiday Bowl MVP this year. Damn right, Tom. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a great kid. And great God kid. bless you, buddy. Yes, buddy. It's yeah, awesome, God bless. Man. I just yeah. saw before we moved on, though, I, I looked up um, what Hollywood brought up before. So I, I, I actually literally Googled um, transgender Barbie naked. And I wanted to show you what came up because it, so this is what came up. No way. Is that a schwanz? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So, so this is what we're looking at here where it's, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm leaving. (laughs) You ruined Hollywood's day. I'm, I'm going to space mountain by myself. (laughs) So so uh no nah, but it's it a normal Saturday afternoon, damn you. <laughs> Just tuck that mark, man. But uh 
but not um oh, not to man. be to be fair though that that's not a real that was a real person okay. uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't find i couldn't find any any <laughs> i couldn't find the doll <laughs> that, uh, uh which is good well then <laughs> oh man it's fucking awesome dude. That's <laughs> too funny man yeah, motherfucker was packing too, but it's uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> Would you say he was bigger than you, or she was bigger than you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was. Um, definitely blessed. But uh, so so anything else, you guys? Uh, <laughs> you guys, you guys got to go around the table. How do we want to do this? Want to go around the yeah, table? Um, I just want to bring up the uh, the basketball playoffs. Yes. Um, I feel like Golden State's going to take it. Just want to put that out there. The are back you reloading. serious? What, yes. How are they doing? Um. They just beat Dallas. Moving on. I'd like to was see it, that what? too with Thompson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clay's on fire. Um, Andrew Wiggins has kind of revitalized his career. I think Ke- Kevin Durant's probably looking like, "What the fuck, man? They're doing it without me." You know? <laughs> hey, hey, it is what it is. And man. I love it. The original Sp- uh, Splash Bros. and Draymond Green. He's got to get credit too. He's like the lifeline of that dude. team. Dude. I love him. Yes. He wins. I think he leaves. He retires. You think so? Yeah, he's been in the league for, what, almost 15 years, I it's, think? It's been a minute. He's, he's a workhorse, dude. He backs it up. He's almost like a better version of Rodman. Yeah, you know he I mean? backs it up. Yeah. Yeah, he, he... You know what's funny? Like, I don't watch a lot of sports, but I remember when I was watching, Gold State was always super fun for me to watch. And uh, it's funny that you said, like, a better version because... There's ways that that can be taken. Like somebody, of course, there's going to be the people that are like, oh, no way. Yeah, you know, yeah. Rodman was a better rebounder. But it's like, as far as like the player though, like, because he doesn't come with all the extra bullshit that Rodman came, that Rodman came no, with. No, no, right? absolutely not. Sure. So, so, so it's like, in a way, you can be a better player without having the same type of statistics or, or what you're putting up on the boards. You know what I mean? As far as points and, and shit goes. He was never credited enough. Do you believe that? Look at the guys he's played with: Curry, Durant, mm-hmm. uh, Clay Thompson, and by the way, Desmond Green. That's that's how I've always felt. He's always been in the back, like, and he. I'm okay with that, man. I do what yeah. I do every night when I go on that court. He's like the Ben Wallace the, again, the Rodman, but he's like yeah. I feel like he's done much. I don't want to say much more because that's I know it's debatable. Hard but to for go me, get some Pistons in. I know it is. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> But you're right. But like new school, he's like that type of player. I know, agree. It's that crazy guy the last how decade. it's not just like sometimes things on paper you can't even show that they bring to the team. And I think he's one yes. of those guys where he does bring a lot on paper, but yeah. there's something that's not written down where you just see it. It's it's a it's a feeling that he brings where he's he like you said you use the word engine, right? Like he's mm-hmm. like that fucking engine for the team. Because when he's missing, his presence is missed for oh, sure. Oh, there ain't no doubt. There's no but doubt. When he's in there, he's he's getting that shit revved up, you know? For sure. I like when he guaranteed that one game. He goes, I bet we win. Mm. I bet. And I'm like, oh, dude, don't say that. Not in a sport like that. He called it out, and he did. He went out there, and they, and they did it. He's just tough. He's got that swagger, man. You know, that yes. no, no bullshit, no backing down, like hustle, all that stuff. He embodies it. How about yeah. this one, though? What do you think about this, Chess James? Butler... 47 points the other night. Whoa. And the Miami Heat goes into Boston when they could have took them out, going on to the championship game. Now it's game seven game in seven. Miami. Come on, dude. Yeah, it's going to be a showdown. Is that wow. tonight or tomorrow? I believe it's tonight at 8.30. Okay, yeah. Going to have to watch that one. They're, they're like back and forth, dude. That's been a great series. Amazing series. That's wild. So when is the when is the finals? Like who, uh, it should be. It'll probably start June, Tuesday. No, well, maybe they'll give them a week off or so. I'll have to look that up. It could so be wrong. Golden State is in the Western Conference Finals. Yep. 
They're yep. waiting. They're waiting for the winner of uh, Miami-Boston. Okay. All What's right. your prediction? We'll start with you, Jess James. If the Warriors are going to be there waiting, Miami or Celtics, who do you think gives them the better chance of winning against um, Golden State Warriors? Who do you think has the better chance? Oh, fuck, dude. I, I'm... <laughs> I'm so terrible at this because I don't. The only I haven't even seen either or. But okay. who's on? Can Can you give me a rundown of the 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 starting five for both squads? I know Boston is. Um, they got Jason Tatum, uh, Horford. Ah oh, man, smart. Yep, smart. Um, I know Miami's got Jimmy Butler, um, Haslam, um, Morris. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm not. There's not a lot of big, big names. Say, you know what I'm saying? Like what you're yeah. saying. Okay. Okay. It's just a um, great series of guys that can ball. Yeah. Well, that's what's so crazy too. If it's going to Game Seven, dude, it's like who the hell, who, who, who's to say is going to be? Maybe I'm going to go with Butler's squad. Hey, uh, did you say that LeBron James was on Boston? <laughs> <laughs> they are loving it that LeBron James is not in the finals this year. They are loving it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Philly's got a depth chart for you right here. Yeah, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, uh, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, and Robert Williams for Boston. Did you say Boston? Boston. We got a lot of business out in Boston. We got a lot of guys up there, Mass. I'm gonna check Miami Heat real quick. I got to go with the Heat, man. I'm thinking they got the momentum. Yeah, you think Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Butts? Oh, I do think it? he does. I, I think he does. Uh, yeah, I don't even know the center's name, but they got Kyle Lowry, too. I forgot. That was a big Yeah, he's good, yeah. He's won before. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, P.J. Tucker. They got Duncan Robinson from Michigan. Now, he was from Celtics. Tucker played for Celtics last year. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a good pickup. They got a good team, man. Yeah. I think they do it. I don't know if they could beat Golden State if they play them. I think it'll be a dog fight. I just don't know if you could stop them threes, man. I'd actually like to see Golden State win again. I know. Um, I know. I, I just I love how they play. I, I I hate to be that guy that's like a you know I don't want to be the bandwagon guy, but it's like oh. like I've said this before. Even when I was watching basketball a little bit, they still. Although they have more superstars, they still remind me of um, like the Pistons squad that we love so much, where it was like Chauncey, Hamilton, Prince, Rashid, and Ben. It's like they just play in sync with each other. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, Curry's a superstar, so but like they're all superstars. They just they all mesh together so well. Do that, this one for Clay Thompson. Two years out of injury, back yep. to back. How frustrating. Do this for him. Oh, look right. how good he's been, too. He's yes. been phenomenal, man. This is, so I'm so awesome. happy to see it. Yeah. And they can switch out these middle players and still, like, because it's the system that works. Mm-hmm. They got that nice system working. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they're quick pace, dude. They just, they look like they have so much fun. That's their game. Know. Always been their game. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would really love to see them take Kind of like, wouldn't like, you say they kind of play like the, the old Lakers of the... Uh, of the uh, 80s. The more showtime. Yeah, they're quick pace, you know, up and down yep. the court. Yep. And you see a lot of teams going with that now, but, you know, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting to see. I think uh, that's what's cool, too, when people try to people try to emulate 
but it shows that it doesn't really translate because you either got it or you don't and that's their way of playing you know you can't like fake that you know you can't just wing it it's there's right. a there's a method to that madness but they're so quick pace and they you know what i mean and i yeah. believe there's injuries too they have some key injuries. Yeah, there's a couple guys down, but I want to I want to give a shout out to Steve Kerr though too. I think he's done a great job with yes. that team, even though he's had a, you know a good nucleus of talent, a really good nucleus. But I mean, you can lead horses to water, but you can't make them drink it. Exactly. So to keep those guys focused and and together throughout those injuries, mm-hmm. I think that's that's mad impressive. Very very yeah. very good coach. So yeah, man, um, I got I got the Warriors no matter who they play. I'm going all in on them. Okay, so if they play Miami, how many games? Uh, I'll say Warriors in six. They play Boston. How many? Five. Fair enough. That's Just a James. good prediction. That's a good. Pre- I'll, I'll say the same thing. I'll say the same thing. What do you got, Hollywood? I say Miami beats them in seven. Wow. Oh. Boston. Four to one. Golden State. Okay. You think so? Miami field matches up better with yeah. Them. I'll write that down just to see where we're at. Wow, that's a crazy prediction. <laughs> so you right had there. Uh, uh, Golden State, yep, Miami in six, six, uh, and Boston in five, five. Just James, same thing. Yep, same thing. And I have seven games. And Boston, four to one. All right, what's the wager? Uh, I don't know. How what about do you want to dance? Do? <laughs> <laughs> dance at the joint. <laughs> Let's do. Uh, Put a tweaky on it. Twenty. Twenty bucks. Is that good? Or you want to buy a forty? Yeah, we buy. We buy a lot of bees. Does you still bees. drink or no? Huh? You drink or no? No. Oh, yeah, you still not it's drinking. Okay, what's so. your favorite pop then? You know what? I could just get a case of Wodies. <laughs> okay, we get <laughs> a 40. Go. So, what's your favorite 40 back in the day? That's what you get. Old English, but. Old English. And we can get that where? Pretty much anywhere. Yeah, yeah we have to carry go that anywhere. Yeah. Okay. I'm or maybe do, they don't. I don't know. Do they, yeah, they have to go downtown for it. We'll do a cold 45, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a pop juice. You said a Wowdis. Case of Wowdis. No, no, just, wa- just waters. All right. I'll send you okay. some core water, but. All right. That's it. All right, boys. Got anything else? Um, I think I'm good, man. I uh, I think that was a really good conversation. Yeah. Again. What about Kaepernick? Oh yeah! That's oh thing. right! Yeah. Is he coming back? He's coming back, right? Uh, he's training with the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders as of now, but um, with not being too harsh on it, or, um, the boss said Josh McDaniel said that you know one hell of a quarterback. You're talking six years out of the league though, and how the league has changed, and at this time he just don't know if if. He would be up to speed after being six years out of a pro quarterback. Where did he rank time. before that? Like, be honest. Because who, who else? Okay, look. Wh- wh- how long did Michael Vick not? How long was he not in the league after that? Two or three happened? years, I believe. What was yeah. it? Two or three years. Two or came, three years. He and, came and back Kaepernick. and started um, for the Philadelphia Eagles. And so, was he doing well when he came back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, Michael Vick was just a total different specimen. Is though, he man. still playing or no? No. No. 
Okay, all right. So whatever. Uh, Cap had how much off? How much? Six practice? years. Six, six years. years yeah. What do you guys think based on how where he was beforehand and and, and uh, considering the six years off? I mean, was he was he really top tier before to the point where you think six years won't have an effect or what? What do you think, Philly? I I mean, he was I believe his last season he was one in ten. The Niners mm-hmm. had a bad season. Yes, yeah. like, uh, wasn't Kelly over there the coach? And they mm-hmm. just it was abysmal. It was bad. It was um, bad. When he was with Harbaugh, he was like ascending as one of the better guys in the yes. league. And uh, yeah, I, just, I think six years is just too long. He's thirty four now. He looks good, but again, anybody can look good throwing in shorts and t shirts, like Stephen A. Smith said. He's like, you know, NFL players talk about this is the best of the best of the best. Then you, no guy can just come in six years off and be better than someone that's been in there putting in the work. You know? I, I get you'd have to really believe that because it's like six years is a long time, man. Guys are fast. They're doing, and it's like, are you better than some NFL quarterbacks that I think that they have on some of these teams? I don't even know, man. And to his defense, though, I think it, it should have. This should have happened sooner than six oh, absolutely. Years. I agree. I absolutely. You know, and I don't agree with how he went about it. I don't disagree with what he stood for. I just feel like. You know, that's so polarizing in its own right. And I did do feel like he got blackballed. It was oh, yeah. just way, way overdone. And um shouldn't have been shouldn't have took six years to get to this point. What, yeah, what right. threw off his last season? You said he was one in ten. What one what do you think happened there? Just a breakdown of the system. Yeah, new coach, yep. you know, a lot of new players. It was kinda like when, when you have a really good team in a salary cap era, you can only pay these guys for so long to the point where okay, salaries they just start getting too expensive. You gotta let guys go. Before you know it, your team's diminished. You lose, you know, a Patrick Willis retired abruptly, and he's one of the best middle linebackers. And one guy got hurt. That linebacker broke his uh, leg or whatever on the five oh, yard yeah. line. Um, I forget what his name was. Uh, yeah, they they uh, another guy just they had two guys like retire out of nowhere. Good team, Good you would players. think, but like wow, all these injuries hit him, and they were key guys. And you know, like I said, Philly said he worked under Harbaugh, and he looked like a superstar. Went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, but I'd like to see it happen, to see what kind of chance to let him fail himself so then he knows in his heart that I gave everything I got. I got a second chance in it. And to respect the game for what it is, I just, I don't have enough what it takes now in my life to come back and be that elite, we're talking elite quarterback, even though we look at some of the quarterbacks and go, God, he sucks. But we're comparing them to Brady. We're comparing them to all these Josh Allen, these elite Mahomes and all them. These are elite quarterbacks. That's expected. These are guys that are great. Mahomes, Josh Allen, you don't have a championship. Mahomes has owned you. So could Kaepernick just come up there and sneak up and go win him a championship? We don't know. You got Stafford. You got. I'd like to see the chance to a team that's that's maybe go to Cleveland because you don't know what's going to be up with Watson and backup. You're coming in as a backup. Yeah. So what better spot? He's accepted that too. I mean, he's seventy-two and thirty. I mean, I'm sorry, seventy-two and thirty touchdown interception ratio, which is pretty pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, He was twenty-eight and thirty as a quarterback, so. About about average win win loss percentage. So, you know, a couple good years, a couple bad years. Six years out. He, he was only in the league six years, so there's a lot more to to be desired there too, which is kind of it adds to this whole story. You know, where he lost the uh, probably the prime of his career. 
Yeah, it sucks. What team could he help besides Cleveland that I just mentioned? Do you think that he could he could help if he if he was given a chance? Um, I think I mean he could probably go somewhere to uh, with a similar style of quarterback to maybe help somebody and guide him along. Chicago. Um, like I was actually thinking like the Steelers would take a chance on him. You know, Tomlin, Trubisky, similar styles and things like that. It seemed like a shoe in fit, but um. You know what we could look at as too, though, is that like you know people in in I mean football is dangerous. He's got a shit ton of endorsement with with Nike money, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he can't be doing too bad for himself after that because Nike picked him up and they had a whole campaign behind him. No, and I don't so, think it was about the money. I think at first it was about the money because he wanted to stick it to the NFL for screwing him over. But uh, I think now it's more or less about the love of the game. And it's hard to take that away from somebody oh, when they feel like they've been robbed of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, yeah, I mean, that was a huge story, you know. So Yeah, no, and, I'm just saying like as far as like, like, okay, like I look at it as an organization thing. Like, all right, you want to be an NFL. You want to be, you want to be this athlete. This is mm-hmm. your, your dream. Now you choose to politicize something within the game and the coaches don't like that. Let's say the coaches just don't want that. We, yeah. you know, we understand what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but this is not the place for that. Take, take that shit somewhere else. Well, you can ask Jerry about that. Jerry put a memo out in Dallas. <laughs> Tell him, Jerry. Go ahead and finish your thought, just dying. So, 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 so now, you know, you suffer the consequences with taking a stand, right? Taking mm-hmm. a stand for something right over your dream of being an athlete okay well you made that decision and it's up to everybody else to go well we want to take part in that or we don't yeah um now you still get a bunch of money you're still you're still going to get paid because nike comes along and goes look we want to give you money we we believe what you did was right and we think what the nfl did was wrong you're not gonna you're not gonna be poor ever you're still and now he doesn't have injury now he gets a chance to come back even if it's second string it's still you're in the NFL, mm-hmm. you know. What I mean, you, so you got to you got to make your stance. You, you stood your ground. Um, you got you got some money on the side. You got recognition for for being honorable, and now you're you're let back into the NFL, which a lot of people tr- that's their dream, and they don't even get to be in the NFL. Is it is it really that bad? Is it terrible? Right. Um. No, it's valid points, and I think you know it's. I'm not saying it's not a possibility that he's better than some of these backups or third string quarterbacks. That's very possible. I got know? a. I got a question for for you guys. Do you think it's more him wanting to come back to to release this stigma of every time you see me, you think about this, and letting me come back and be that NFL quarterback, and then this can take your mind off of me being this over here because that's the last thing you remember of me i don't want you to remember me as that i want you to remember me as, as an nfl football quarterback at the end of the day you know what i'm saying because when you see that's the first thing you think about is what he did when you look at him when well, i think in his mind that what he stood for was bigger than the game though yes but I feel absolutely like now you know he, he realized he missed out on so much of that that he, he's earning for that back yeah you know, at least another opportunity to, to relive that I gotta mm-hmm. give it to him. I would, I would give him a chance mm-hmm. as a um, ownership. Okay, because other people came back mm-hmm. for things. You know, hey, it is what it is. Let's let, let's see where this goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or does that open up a door for something else down the road that you don't want to deal with? 
Yeah. Well, look at the. Yeah, I was gonna say, look at That's the look at the thing that what's his name had to deal with it. The basketball. He didn't want to take the. Uh, he didn't want to take the vaccine. There's all types of ways you can politicize, you know, sports and, mm-hmm. and become more of a hassle to your team or your or the the league even or the sport. Even if you have good intentions, like imagine if he comes back and something else happens and he takes a stand on that and becomes more of a hassle to the team to have him on there than it does to yeah. even fulfill his own. You know what I mean? And then it's like, what's the pressure on him to to act on, on on that? Because now it's like, oh well, he's just shutting up because they let him back in. They got to him, so he has a reputation to uphold now. Yeah, so maybe true. he may be a more liability if something else happens. Now he what has to be the spokesperson. What would you do as an owner? If they do the national anthem and he does it again. I think that would have to be hashed out. Oh, God, that would be horrible. It's got to be hashed out up front. You know, <laughs> Could you imagine just... that? Yeah, what is... <laughs> imagine that. And they go, we talked about this. And he fucking... Oh, my God, dude. I mean, that could happen. I would hope not. He doesn't seem like he would be like... You would follow the rules if your owner comes and says, listen, we've been through this. You've been given a second chance. And then he just takes a knee and... Uh, if you did it to Jerry, I think I have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, I would hope not. I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But what I does just, that mean? Like, what, what, you know, taking a knee, it's like we've already been polarized on that. Is it really that bad? Is it, what the fuck, man? Like, what, what is going on that, with it? Like, you couldn't run that alternative. Did we yeah, ever I have think... a, did we ever have a come to a conclusion on that? Cause even military guys were like, yo, who cares? Yeah, I, I, you know, it struck a chord with certain people, you know, and I don't know, man. You just, I don't think you want to go down that rabbit hole. Are you again. taking him? Are you taking him back? Yeah, I think as an owner, I'd give him a chance if if he's better than what I have, you know, you know, I got to put the best team out there, put my team in the best position. If he's better than my backup quarterback, that's been you know writing up paperwork the last five six years, and yeah, okay, I agree. Right, Philly, you know? Let me ask you that. Let me ask you this then, as a coach, right? You're a coach. Mm-hmm. I'm Cap. I come back and we have a conversation. How's that conversation go? Like, let's say you go, or like, what are you gonna say to him? You can't, you can't take a knee. You're on I, there, Jerry. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know his where his head's at. Like, why? Why? First of all, why are you coming back? You know, why? Why do you want to be on this team? What are you here for? What are your intentions? I want to be an NFL game coach. If I can look in his eyes and see that he's really here to play football. I really I'm, am. I'm gonna give him that opportunity, and if he fucks me, Tony, I'm just, <laughs> but what you if know he what says, I says fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but what if, what if he said? What if he says, "Yo, I always wanted to play football, but this was bigger than the game at the time, and I can't, I can't, um, you know, I can't, uh, I can't promise you that something else might not happen where it might be bigger than the game, and it's up to me to use the platform, you know. But I can tell you, as long as I'm on that field, coach, I'm gonna bust my ass. I gotta you know respect I mean? it, man. I got to respect it. And, uh, you know, I don't love how he went about it again. But, uh, again, I, just because, I don't know. It just wasn't how it wouldn't be how I would, would do it if it happened to me, you know. But uh, I'd have to – I'm all about a second chance because I feel like people really can change their lives. Mm-hmm. You no, know, that's and a fact. do things differently. So, do you ban them again if that was to happen? Immediately? Well, it's higher than a, on a coach's level. But if I'm an owner – I mean, there's got to be something in the contract where you void your contract out if this if it, this even happens. Yes, I think yeah, it's got to be hashed out. Like, are you gonna are you gonna kneel or not? You know, what is you it, what, how decision. does the ownership? Some ownership's yeah. okay with them staying in the locker room. What okay. do you want to do? 
Okay. I'm, I'm, but like I, I, said, I just don't want a spectacle and I don't want a distraction from my football team. That's, the, that's the yeah, that's the thing. And the problem is that that's, that's what I think a lot of people that were kind of not even weighing in on it. Because look, I don't care about football, period. But it's like at the same time, I can see the people that do and I can understand why just even as a whole, man, like even bringing politics into any sport is fucking annoying. So it's like, yeah, I can see the freedom side of it and going, well, this is a platform. I have to use this platform because it's the biggest one I got. Dude, you'll have the hottest jersey out, guaranteed. And the team, the money, the revenue they're bringing, because everyone will want to see Kaepernick play. Well, that's guaranteed. Where, that's where we're different. This is like, you don't care about the football part of it. That's literally all I care about. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't give right. a shit about the PR stuff. I, so yeah. That's what the GM's here for. Yep, that's yep. what the owner can deal with that. How, right. do you, how do you make this team better? And mm-hmm. are you going to disrupt the culture I'm trying to build? Well, I and think that's, it, that's it, it could be I'm a good sure. thing bringing him in as well. It could join people together, feel, you know, a little camaraderie, like, hey, I'm a part of something, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to, like, the, uh, you know, it just goes to, like, what's too far. Like, even with, okay, you look at, you look at what, what, um, you look at what Conor McGregor does, what, what he brings to the UFC. All right, well, to an extent, all the shit that he brings, it, it's not a distraction. It, it brings more attention to the game to the sport but then when you're throwing fucking dollies through bus windows and you're injuring people <laughs> and, you, and, and you're also like possibly ruining your own chance to fight because now you're having legal issues it's like now now that's the problem now you're drawing the line so you're crossing the line so with the, with this whole thing it's like dude nobody i don't think anyone in their right mind that's a that's a normal human being really cares about somebody like sticking up for something that's that's uh unjust like i think we all should be on board with that when it comes to you using the game in the field yeah and and also like taking a shot at like america as a whole is just fucking weird yeah like that's where it really just gets like dude there's so many different ways like what does police brutality have anything to do with america like that that's 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 individuals within a unit of people that are supposed to protect us that are taking it upon themselves to abuse their authority. That has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the American flag or the national anthem. I mean, you, he he literally took it somewhere else. And although he took it there, he has the right to take it there. But not everybody else has the right to to fucking sit there and watch it. Yeah, exactly. No, that's Exactly right. There's people that have lost loved ones for this country. You know what I mean? And absolutely, everybody has a right to feel how they feel. Every reaction has a reaction. So by him doing that, incited something, and people were like, "No, fuck this guy," because you're disrespecting more than what you're standing for. Mm-hmm. That's how they took it. You know. So there's a lot of levels to it, man. And you have to weigh all that. And it, yeah. it's a business move, and it can also generate revenue for a struggling franchise too by bringing somebody in because it's going to draw attention. People. Might people love the comeback story, right? Regardless, so people would watch. I think. What are, the odds? So. what are the odds of him coming back? What odds would you put on it? Him, I would him say, coming back. I would say it's like a 30 70, 30 percent. Yeah, 70 percent. No, um, I would it, agree with that. At six years, you know, it's just a little bit too long, I feel like. But so, what does he have to do to come back? Does he have to just do like a tryout thing or? Well, the Raiders are the first team to offer him a workout, I believe. Well, let me take that back. The NFL actually offered uh, a workout. Some say it was a publicity stunt, but 26 teams were going to be in attendance. This was a couple years ago. So Mm -hmm. at four years, I would have given it like a 60-40, 70-30, but he denied it. 
you know, and he, I guess there was a battle with how much money and whatnot. That's where I feel like now he's like, damn, well, it's really not about the money. I really missed the game, but it might be a little too late. So now it, it becomes, how does he do how his performance is? And then do the teams want to pick him up? Is that what right. you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So speed. he's down to, okay. All right. So he's down to do it and to, to showcase what he's got. And do the the workout, right? Is that what it is? He actually did the, the workout with the Raiders already. Okay. He did it on Wednesday, so we got to see what happens. See if they sign him or not. Nothing's been. He hasn't been signed yet. Is that stuff public at all? Like, do you are you able to watch those workouts? No, they bring him into the facility and the, the coaches work him out, trainers and okay. stuff like that. That's cool though, man. I <clears> like. <throat> I hope he can come back for just even just coming into the NFL. I think that would be kind of cool. You know, yeah. Again, you know, a chance at a you know redemption. You know, even just to be on a squad and feel that it's it's a special thing. You know, football is just, just a special game. So time will tell. And we'll see what happens. But um, with that being said, great show, boys. Episode fifty-two in the books. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> From the Bronx <laughs> to the D town. How you doing? But uh, yeah. remember, remember hit us at Five Week Podcast at gmail.com Facebook, Instagram, and on TikTok. Love y'all. Be good. Peace. Peace.